everything you say to me, it's going to be genuine, fresh, like just unfiltered me on it. Welcome to Honest Wargamer. Today oh, is so God hot. God damn it, I did it again. Today's so <laughs> hot, I've had to start off with an ice pole to cool me down for the fucking spicy takes we're about to get. An it's... icy pole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, I'm already triggered. Why don't you take that job What do you call them? An ice lolly? An ice pop? Oh, that sounds... The ice lolly is uncomfortable to me. Icy pole, it's a pole of ice. <laughs> You have it's never had like the Rob... best. You have never had the best ice cream Australia, in Australia. Me and Nathan Dan drove us to Cancun oh, once, yeah. and what uh, and what did you, what did you get us there, Dan? Uh, we had a golden gay time. Yeah, yeah golden and gay as the time. slogan That's teaches yeah. us, it's hard to have a gay time on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. That's the uh, actual slogan. Australian treasure that ice cream, but also uh, icy pole. It's not like Rob's a stripper sliding down some some Antarctic tart pole. It's an icy pole for the mouth. Yeah, it is. Uh, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Honest Wargamer live on Twitch. Jog PLC has just subs- subscribed, which has been awesome. So has Blank Wizard for the first time ever, I think. Thanks for that. Dawnshade resubscribed and Bobbins donated £6.69 to the show, which I am going to frivolously spend on ice poles. I want him to know frivolously. So uh, I appreciate that immensely. I'm joined today by o- not only Nathan Prescott, the originator of Nathan Prescott's Battle Reports, a YouTube ch- channel coming soon live. Uh, also joined by uh, Jamie James uh, and also Dan Unsupervised in the show. Today we're going to be talking about the incredible Age of Sigmar 3 news that's come out from the Warhammer community team. There's some spicy, spicy things I want to talk to you guys about and see what you think about it. Thanks to King Klagernan, uh for subscribing. That's incredibly cool. Uh, Nathan, uh, have you done any Mesmerize this week? Is uh, the Twitch chat immediately need to know? <laughs> nah. <clears throat> um, no, I didn't cast Mesmerize this weekend. Got it. Got it. Please, Dabba, thanks for subscribing. Add to Grub's like. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, I, I'm going to go around. I'm going to go backwards. Dan, you've been off for a while. How have you been? Are you, and are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I've i just been working like crazy. Um, it's very fun. And I'm I'm kind of uh, on cloud nine at the moment. I'm just I'm trying not to start drinking too early because the um the the series that I wrote, which is why I've been uh, off a little bit recently as well, uh, has been doing the festival circuit rounds. And uh, there's a couple I can't talk about, but what I can is that we're going to South Korea, which is the good Korea, where we got into a festival in the good Korea, not the the like lock you up for looking sideways at a piece of plastic fruit Korea. I'm not sure if I can say that on Twitch. Anyway, what? we're going to Seoul. We're going to Seoul, uh, and I'm very, very excited about getting into the Seoul Festival. So, yeah, that's super cool. That's what I'm doing. That reminds me. Nathan, maybe you could tell him where to go. Didn't you used to be a coach for the South Korean gymnast team? Is that correct? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It might slip my memory. Why? (laughs) (laughs) It's a deep cut joke that didn't learn. It's fine. I'll move on. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. Just rip it and grip it. It's okay. Dan, uh, really excited to have you here for this news. There's some shock. There's some horror. You're going to be excited. I can't wait for you to react to it. Oh, God. James. James, the originator of Garden Hammer and then bringing us Nathan Prescott tournament reports from around yep. the world. You took a week off last week because you were so tired um, because uh, you had to play Matt Goldsboro once. Oh, so Goldsboro once. Is that correct? Yeah, that is true. 100% <laughs> fact. 
<laughs> I can't wait to catch up with you uh, and find out how you... Well, no, do you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll see how you are. Are you okay? How are you? Well? All good. All good in the hood. All is well. All is wonderful. I haven't seen any wind charges all week, so I'm a happier <laughs> man. <laughs> can't wait to ask you about the wind charges in a moment. Nathan... Oh, my ice cream's going everywhere. Uh, Nathan, uh, how are Yo. you? Are you well, baby? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Still racking my brain trying to remember this gymnast team, but I can't remember them. Uh, yeah, all good. <laughs> I think you'd remember a gymnast team, Nate. That's not something that you easily forget. I don't it's know. They all merged into you, one after a you, while. If you've ever watched uh, the American Off, it was kind of a reference to Robert California, which Nathan kind of reminds me of, um, and like, <laughs> and how he eventually goes in uh, and and. Uh, rescues um, like Asian gymnasts from uh, from uh, servitude or something. It's it's a very deep cut joke. You had to kind of get it there with me, and no one was part of it. So, <laughs> and I've explained <laughs> the joke now, and that's made it worse. Uh, thanks, Bob Clodger, for donating some, uh, for uh, subscribing. And Aldam, woo new rule strip. What do we reckon about new board size and coherence rules? So many things to talk about. I know, I know, I know. We've done all of the coherence uh, rules. Thanks to Rule of Cool Wargaming for extending your subscription as well. Uh, Nathan, glad you're okay. Uh, I'm going to kind of cycle back a little bit. James, you were away last week, so I need, before we get into the, this hot gossip that we're going to talk about today, which is all we're going to do on the show today, I'm going to need you to quickly tell me about Garden Hammer. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so basically last year, like six people came to my garden, hung out, played some Warhammer, somewhere in the middle of whatever lockdown rules we had. Mm-hmm. Uh some people were sad they didn't get to come, but my garden's only so big. Uh, so this year when the rules changed, we decided to go a bit crazier, or I decided to go a bit crazier. Uh, and we threw two giant marquees, well, I threw two giant marquees up. Uh, and then 10 tables, 10 tables, 20 players. Uh, and my garden for one whole day just became a bunch of nerds I haven't seen in probably a year. It was really nice. Were there any of them that you thought, do you know what, really don't like them, haven't missed them? No. Okay. Invite, invite only. Um, my my favourite list, my favourite submission, and I think I've already seen him in the chat, was when Owen sent me his list, and he was like, "There's some, there's some like, there's some scary enough players coming that this list will go down well." And I was like, "Oh," opened it, and I was like, "Oh, if I get that first, I'm changing that." <laughs> that's the benefit of power you're just like i am god and i choose not to have to deal with you today midas uh thank you to to clawful for subscribing is it true that he was running andy hughes list uh with all the more tech and the harvesters uh probably yeah Uh, Yeah. but he had a he had a thingy as well what's he throwing a throwing thing catapult yeah yeah (laughs) catapult but but what what is the name of the unit? More tech crawler. Pain in the arse. <laughs> what, James? We meant to leave it hanging so he guesses it's that's the whole point of the show. Uh, thanks to Fantastic Guy for getting 500 bits to the show. No idea why someone so awesome would do anything, uh, but uh, appreciate it. But you had a good time. It was great uh, hosting an event and having all your mates around to play some Warhammer, right? Yeah, it was super fun. I think like it was super, probably slightly more knackering than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it was just super fun to see everyone and give everyone a chance to play uh, before we see the end of 2, Age of Sigma 2. Age of Sigma 2 is coming to a close. So let's start off with the news, because that's the big news. Age of Sigma 3 has been announced. 
Me and Nathan talked a bit about it last week. It wasn't on the hot topic. It was mainly were those six squigs going to ever get mesmerized cast on or not. That's what we really needed to know. But, uh, Dan, uh, how do you feel about the announcement of Age of Sigmar 3 and those Stormcast and Cruel Boys? Um, so, the other day, I was just so enamored by uh by this that i went and bought a bunch of thomas the tank engine toys because i'm on the hype train baby and uh there's no stopping it uh i'm i'm excited i'm keen i'm thirsty and uh and do 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 (laughs) just give it to me just give it to me i'm thirsty i'm ready uh i'm i i'm genuinely i'm super excited for for aos3 i know that there's probably going to be things that will make me uh a a sad boy like a cruel boy but uh sadder uh but almost the majority of the things i've seen uh very excite me but i've been out of the loop for a couple of days so i haven't seen anything that's dropped then but i'm i'm heckin excited for AOS 3, I'm just trying to work out the best way to make sure I get a copy of the Dominion box because I have a feeling that that thing's going to be rarer than an icy pole in the desert. It's actually sold out already. Uh, it's already sold out, uh, if that helps you any better. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm with you. I'm I'm all aboard the Cruel Boys train. I don't think they're even Cruel Boys. They just look like good boys, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Excitable little fellas. Uh, ready to jab you in the eyeball, uh, James. Uh, I haven't asked you yet, so like the your reaction to the Dominion box, please, if you will. Big hype. So yeah. uh, they were nice enough to reveal the box at I don't know, was it like six, wasn't it, on the day that everyone was in my garden? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Again, I... just just to be clear, in your huge garden, uh, obviously just massive, must be right. <laughs> must be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the only way you can get Nathan to play Warhammer as well is to find a garden. Or was he already there? Was he already <laughs> like, in the garden? He was already there. He's been here all the lockdown. I just not told anyone because I didn't want them to come and try and take him. He's not interested unless there's a potential for mushrooms growing in it. So that's why he only plays in caves and gardens. <laughs> um, go on, carry on, James. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but so so w- while we were playing, um, all the all the stuff started coming out. And um, yeah, it was really exciting. It's really exciting to see some. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Tom Layton earlier told me he found some magazines in a trash can. I was like, don't get them out. He's like, maybe they're worth <laughs> something. I'm like, that's not how it works. Right. Okay. Um, we, we, we might be back. So just before we are, we can kind of like just hold off a little bit. Um, uh, just let the Twitch chat get back in the chat um, uh, is what we can do. Um, just a quick minute to just... Uh, throw you out there and say that the icy pole is not nice um I'm, i've elected to just dip it in me water but... <laughs> so you have icy pole flavored water mm, mm, mm. delicious you know, did we... you see the bands earlier super series final this weekend very exciting uh, i missed it because i was cooking uh, okay yeah they look great i'm really excited about it it's looking, uh, what are they looking... What, oh, they banned everyone. They mainly attacked Haiti Haiti Mac. They were like, "Fuck you, Haiti Mac! You can't have your demon princess." And I was like, "That's mean." Mm, nothing. Like, that's mean. Um, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really good show. I'm looking forward to it. Darren and Owen are coming up to do the coverage. I'm gonna let them do like the huh? final game together. So I think that's gonna. Be we're great. back. Huh? No, no. I refuse to think we're back. Uh, I want you. Both, I want you all to know that um, I've tried to get into cooking and I've started using a lot of ginger. And man, it doesn't really like you put in a one tiny bit, you don't taste it. You put in two tiny bits, <laughs> the whole thing just tastes of that one thing. How do you um? <laughs> how do you prepare your ginger? Just chop it. Why? Like talk to it calmly, and then I chop it. 
Do you never do that thing where you peel it with a spoon? What? What? Yeah. What? Do you? I just use garlic? a garlic crusher, and then a it what? Just a garlic shreds... crusher. Yeah, and then oh. it just shreds it into tiny little bits that go everywhere, and some of them go in the pan. And As someone who cooks, this conversation is hurting me. What? The, what do you uh, do? With... I cook. Fuck you. What? <laughs> no, I mean you like, don't cook. Like... You don't kick. Some of you might not know. Me and Ethan used to live together. Uh, and at one point, uh, I saw him come home from work, and I was like, "What have you made for dinner?" And he just made six pies. Yeah, good. Like solid good. pies, solid move, <laughs> solid, <laughs> solid power pies, move. like a steak and kidney pies. Made six of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> if if you're actually getting into cooking, you'll know it's. And I'm sure the chat will confirm. It's very hard to cook in small amounts. Very easy to cook in large ones. You want to cook one pie? Madness. You want to cook six pies? Easy. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a numbers game. Six pies fit in the oven, so you might as well put all six of them in there. <laughs> you doing? Oh, I love you so much. Okay, alright, I think we're back. Uh thank you to Retasanti for, for subscribing. What kind of magazines? Oh, I didn't know we were live. Uh they could have been anyone. Uh right, okay. Back on the hype train. I don't know where we were. James had a good time in the garden. We did some uh hammer. Who won? James, or did no one win? Did the hobby uh, win? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, there were some scores, and then I'd added some soft scores, which was even funnier, because Owen reminded me how many soft scores I'd added, because I'd had a few beverages and forgotten the pack. Uh, and it changed this, the, the lineup entirely, and put Owen in his favourite position of fourth. <laughs> lewd pie talk we're not doing it and uh, we're also not having a detailed description of the plies either <laughs> uh right okay do you guys want to get on with the news yeah let's um, do it sure okay mm. all right now that so i we... know we're not doing it only do you know which day. army won it though which army won just quickly which army won? tell me uh giants yeah no. sons, of, sons of behemoth fucking gargants yeah fucking sick of them like honestly i reckon <laughs> all of the teams come into super series like fuck robbie such a dickhead here's some another fucking gargant list and they lose well, apart from andy burgess they just lose all the time and every gargant player oh, they like, won that tournament yeah they, they did. won the tournament they won the soft scores in the garden so uh, they won it doesn't count won. doesn't count won it, a win is a win no a win isn't a win yes it is you, Oh, you tell that to Lance Armstrong, Nate. <laughs> don't know who he is. I'm not going to talk to that. You, t- you tell that. Is. Uh, you tell that to. Uh, uh, you tell that to <laughs> Emmy Award-winning comedian Bill Cosby. It's not a win, Nathan. All the time. Sometimes there's a dark secret. Yeah. <laughs> this took. <laughs> this took a jungle. Oh, 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 so dark. Oh, so dark. Yeah. Right. Uh, Diadrin, uh, just just everyone responding right, with the same emotional their... place that I am. Have they still uh, got their trophies? Uh, people. I don't know. I, he doesn't but have one of his nuts. Has. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's still got his trophy. <laughs> better still have his trophy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this because there's some massive changes in Age of Sigma, some of which I think are brilliant, some of them might cause some problems, but. I definitely think, compared to where we were with Age of Sigmar 2, where it was just a nightmare situation um, of commandability stacking all day, we've got some really fun stuff to talk about. And probably the first thing we should talk about 
is uh, the the magic. If you guys want to talk about the magic, that's going to be the first one for you, Dan. Uh, there is yes. no longer uh, Nathan. So prior, just before the priority roll, yeah, and the spells move around. What what do you call that phase in when you're in playing? between phase? The in between phase. Yeah. Dan, there is no longer an in between phase. Thank goodness, because I, I hate called... tweens. I either be a child or a teenager, uh, and not in the middle. So I'm fine with that. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. James, what are your thoughts? Well, I thought it was called the magical movie roundy phase. <laughs> the argument is out as to whether or not that's what it is called, but it could be that. Um, but it should not. be that. I think doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't exist. Doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. And that's Sad because of, and that's because of changes specifically to endless spells. Uh, which really were the only things that generally happened in the in-between phase. Uh, and so this is one of the, the big changes. Uh, so predatory endless spells are now moved at the end of each and every hero phase. Ooh. Right? Each and every hero phase. Does so, that mean the comet goes off every hero phase? So that's uh, not, it's not predatory, though. Nathan, so when does that got it, do its it, thing? nothing like bill cosby it's not predatory at all yeah instead yeah it's i mean it was a throwback to the a moment ago that no, i know i know but jesus move on move what on we do? okay i won't bring it up again i'm just saying give me another predatory thing to reference michael jackson just anything no that's not no the same one. nathan you something from the underbella ways people what's predatory from below yeah uh uh, how about a spotted hyena? Perfect. So, mm-hmm. all of the endless spells are like a spotted hyena, a reference all of our Zimbabwean listeners uh, will yeah. be getting right now. Everyone else... Nathan, how would you... Do you have to get close to see it's a spotted one, or is it it's like a zebra situation? No, well, the only other one is a brown one, so... And that doesn't even look like a hyena. It looks like... I don't know, like a homos, so... Yeah, like you'll know it's a, <laughs> like a big lump of brown stuff. So, I, yeah. The... I like that a lot of people in the chat are just suggesting the Predator, like like from oh, Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just, that could have been an option too, I guess. I think I've taken this too far and we've got no way back. So, so... <laughs> I'll just turn around and carry on. So, in each and every... <laughs> So at the end of each and every hero phase, each and every hero phase, which is a huge change because they previously only moved, um, uh, <laughs> they previously only moved in the in-between phase or when you cast them or if you happen to be playing a particular safe starless faction, which you never were playing. Uh, and therefore, uh, this is a massive change. And also the way they change, the way they move as well, which means they're twice as lethal. Mm-hmm. I... I will I will say I really like that because you barely saw predatory endless spells. In the, in the last edition they were they were brought out in malign sorcery and they were really awesome but the majority for me at least the majority of the endless spells I played against were things like um comets, bale winds, vortex warp vortexes the the ones that didn't move. You saw a lot of the predatory prayers but I like when was the and and things like Geminids. um Geminids. Yeah. But realistically, when you look at it, the majority of the endless spells in that have been released are predatory, and comparatively they were a very small percentage of what got used on the table. 
Yeah, the chat are already uh, lighting up at the moment with some of the spells. We're going to talk about all the spells that this is going to affect. It's going to be a really big show just talking about the details. So if you've got some ideas when I get to it, make sure you repeat them in the chat because there's going to be some really, really fun stuff to talk through. Uh, Dan, I thought you see you saw a lot of uh, endless spells actually through most of Age of Sigmar. In fact, actually, initially, before we even uh, really started to see them uh, like all of the time in something like a Chain Chose build, uh, Nathan, do you remember when we were trying to make the Grot Shamans do a billion at the start of Age of Sigmar 2? Uh, in yeah. the wild, no one knows what's happening phase. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Nathan did that to me at Warhammer World. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He just yeah. covered the board in endless spells. <laughs> that was great. That yeah. was hilarious. But Those I was were like, the good days. It's like, what yeah. do I do with this? And then, and I thought that that was the point where you were going to be like, I'm the only one who sees through the chaos. But you were so early into running that list yourself, you were like, I don't know. I just, I just put them out there, and now we'll work it out from here. If you go back and watch last Monday's show, you'll find out that he still plays the same now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so that was how it all kind of kicked off. And then it got so abusive when it, the launch of uh, one of the GHBs, specifically the new Zinch, I think. Um, but I can't remember exactly, but we saw, uh, I think it was one of the GHBs. But what we effectively saw was so many under spells used to block people in. Uh, that they actually introduced the rule of three. So now your army lists since last year have only been able to include three endless spells. They haven't said whether or not they're going to keep that and maintain that. I assume that they're probably going to maintain that as well. Zero to three endless spells. But that's only if they don't do something about endless spells mo blocking your movement. I'm pretty much expecting it, it so that you can move through endless spells but can't stand on endless spells. I think that mm. they'll put that in effect, which, which I think it would be a very positive change. So ultimately that's good. Um, and then the way that they move has changed as well. So we'll talk about that, and then we'll kind of talk about the implications of how we think it's going to happen. Since they move in your opponent's turn, you can set up problems that they have to deal with right away. Okay, but then you're going to control them, so not really, but we'll get to that. Upsetting your foes' plans and making them think uh, on their feet. Um, but you have to be careful. If any predatory ender spell moves too far away or you summon too many, you might lose control of them, and you need to keep those wizards alive. You can't control an ender spell if you're dead. So, predatory endless spell control has changed. So, previously, you would just cast it out into the world, and then in between priority rolls, it would move around. That's how it would work. Mm. It doesn't do that now. Now, before moving predatory endless spells, you must first determine which are controlled and which are wild. A predatory endless spell within 30 inches of the model that summoned it is controlled by oh. that wizard. A wizard can control one predatory endless spell per hero phase. If there is more than one predatory endless spell that a friendly wizard could control, you must pick which they control. Predatory endless spells that are not controlled are wild. And then wild ones, you just alternate like we alternate now, Ooh. if that makes sense. Starting with your turn, and then you move to your turn. So there's some huge implications by this, because effectively every person is the world, in the world now has got bound endless spells, which I'd like everyone to know is honestly the most fun you can have ever when you just <laughs> mercilessly tell your opponent that you're going to do something they can't control it they can't stop it like you can do nothing it's honestly like just peak game design for interaction it's uh, never caused anyone to have an issue with another player ever it's fine so i'm very excited about this uh james you're first how do you feel about this change uh, well, I think like the problem was, wasn't it? Then when we bound endless spells for one army and one book, and they were all the same spells, it became like a horrible interaction. So I think like it's quite interesting because it means if I take three in a list, one wizard throws two of them out because he's my better caster. Then I've got to make some choices about which I'm controlling, which is going wild, 
or keep alternating to keep pushing them forward. I, I, it sounds good to me. I'm on board. Okay, so Stu Paint Studios has said that this seems so complicated. It's really not. I've got a wizard. I cast a spell. As long as it, as long as that spell stays within thirty inches, and that'll be easy with smaller boards. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, the uh, as as like then as long as it stays within thirty inches in my hero phase and my opponent's hero phase, which is where it gets a bit wild, is gonna happen all the time. Um, and so like for instance, if I was to cast a pretty good spell like Dartfire Demon Rift. Um, I could move it in. I could set it up. I could move it, and then in your hero phase, James, I can then move it across your Lumineth army every yep, time. So, <clears throat> so it moves at the end of the hero phase, though. Oh. So the other opponent has got an opportunity mm. to try and uh, dispel it before. Before, which I think I think that's going to make a much more interesting interaction because a lot of the time when it came to dis- like the the decision to dispel an endless spell. Um, cost you one of your casts right and so a lot of the time i know for myself i just unless it was really necessary i kind of ignored it because i was like ah bugger it i'll move out of the way or i'll do whatever it's not going to be a big deal but now there's also a lot of abilities in books that give a dispel or an endless spell dispel to to characters whether they're command abilities artifacts or abilities things like that i i really like this i i think this is a, a really cool rule this gets me I know, I know that there's going to be elements like with Darkfire Demon Rift and stuff that are going to bust it up. Wildfire but as far as uh, Wildfire Taurus, true. But as far as using this though, that's really exciting because I, I think, think it, wrong. it's also wrong, limited. Wrong, 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 wrong. If you've by how many Scott, wizards? If you've never had Scuttletide hit you once, let me tell you, I don't want Scuttletide to hit me twice. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and it's 100 percent the right decision. Like for me to say that, there's no way I want Scuttletide up my little five wound characters, but twice. Like it doubles the effectiveness of endless spells, like so if, much. If if endless spells stay as good, huh? If we don't see like a rewrite on every endless spell. Okay, yeah. It depends on if the endless spells aren't as good, I guess. Or, or if they double their points. Yeah, they might increase the points, say. Hey, yeah. On them. Mm-hmm. And then we'll probably never take any. <laughs> okay. Well, it, I mean, it, it's it's all like Dan. The only reason I brought it up is mm. because, uh, like, currently, currently the way it works. Uh, it, there's so many good endless spells that are horrific. I don't know if you've mm. played Darkfire Demon Rift, but it isn't mm-hmm. the funnest. Yeah, and uh, neither—I mean, neither Scuttletide. Just all the fucking moon. Fuck mm. the moon. Uh, fuck, the, fuck the moon. Nathan's moon. Uh, uh, the racist swords. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're either going to have to, awesome. and because those aren't the core um, endless spells, so they're either going to have to change the the rules on the core endless spells. Or, and then also the uh, endless spells that came in our core in our battle tomes, or they're not. Like either way, like um, mm. I, I wouldn't mind if it just happened in your turn, but the fact it's going to happen in both heroes' phases, on top of monstrous reactions, on top of heroic actions, yeah. Uh, right? Apparently, somebody in the chat saying that they're going to change all the war scrolls for all the endless spells. They've said that they're going to change some. Mm. Oh, some of them. Yeah. But uh, for the record, I realize I'm I'm just going to say I realize that there's going to be reasons not to. But one of the things for me that was the most exciting with the Malign Sorcery release was I was super excited for endless spells blasting across. And like for me, reading a lot of the fiction as well of Mm. like 
wild predatory endless spells and wizards sure. casting them and them going ballistic. I wanted that to happen in my games and I never got it. So I'm yeah. genuinely, I am actually, I, I realize it might bust up some games, but there's already busted stuff that's ruining my life anyway. At least if it's some like a malicious like wave of spiders, I'm like, damn, yeah. Cause I already, I had to, it had to get cast. It had to be in range. You had to do all that. And I had to fail to dispel it. I am, I'm kind of, I realize it might suck sometimes, but I'm keen. I'm keen for magic going everywhere. Yeah. So Ridge of Sigmar has actually just made a really good point. He says, uh, yeah, we don't actually know all of it. So uh, we should probably not talk about it so we're just actually going to end the show it's been a delight uh i'm just gonna like thanks dan uh i hope you've enjoyed it looking forward to seeing you next are you back next week i uh, don't know depends on how hard they work <laughs> james it's been a pleasure uh, thanks. uh Any but the internet in seoul is pretty good <laughs> yeah but it is good <laughs> uh nathan any shout outs before we head out today same as always who too yeah the ones always shout out well, know. thanks for listening, everyone. It's been a pleasure. Obviously, that's a dumb statement. Uh, <laughs> 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 you obviously don't know the context, but some of it is implied. Like, of course, because we can only know it right now and what we can talk about as is, right? And I think the fact that there's going to be movement of endless spells in both turns is going to slow the game down. Um, at, like, So I'm not a huge fan of that, right? That's what I'm saying. And I think that some of the endless spells need reworking, otherwise they're going to be very abusive. That's what I'd like to say, because they move in both hero phases. I think again, do you know, it's just because I'm just going to steal your thunder. Um, but actually, on. like having played the wonderful kangaroos the other day, um, like <laughs> it's that's like they're super slow to play endless because, spells. well, no, the stupid kangaroos. Because they move like every five minutes, <laughs> like, like an like, endless spell wall. Yeah. yeah. So now, yeah. now I think like you read this and you're like, oh, let's go back to the day where let's say there's six on the board because we can have three each, right? So let's say there's six on the board. So every hero phase at the end, so it's like, do my casting, do my casting, do my casting. Oh, move an endless spell, move an endless spell. You move an endless spell. I move an endless spell. Six times. It'll be interesting to see. So maybe. Maybe in all their rewrites, maybe they're a little bit more like, like shortened down. Um, but um, I think, yeah, like I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see because otherwise, yeah, there's a it makes that every hero phase way bigger. I wonder because it says you move them at the end of the hero phase. I wonder if you cast them, if you can still move them, or if you have to wait till the end of the hero phase before, because a lot of them are like. When you pl- uh, after you've cast it, you can immediately move it. So, be interesting to see if they change that. So you just cast it. That's where it is, and then at the end of the hero phase, it moves when all of them move together. Or if it can get a double move the first time you cast it, because you cast it in the hero phase, it moves, and then at the end of the hero phase, you could move it again. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So there's so that's mm. how it would currently work as well, unless it's cast interesting. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. So there's some really strong stuff there that I don't think, like, initially you read it and you think, okay. And the fact that they're bound, like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I think it's going to slow the game down. But guess what moves at the end of the shooting phase, James? Fox. Uh, fox. Yeah. Fucking fox. That means you can get it, baby. Get it. Yeah, spam, get it. spam in with a purple stun. I'm just going to take a purple stun in every list and hope for a six. 
That's all I'm going for. <laughs> the fox is just going to go and kill the fucking wizard that's got the spell. Yeah, don't ruin it, away. Nathan. And then fucking, now it's his spell. Nathan, you ruined everything. Wants. Yeah, I do. Well, anyway. You should look um, behind your shit. Like I, I think I think I think that's I don't know what how people feel about this in the Twitch chat. So now's the time for you to say. I think there's some uh, uh, I think that there's some really really good um, applications for this. I think also maybe it's a little bit more interactive because I kill the wizard and then I don't have to keep dealing with the the balance. But I mean, obviously, your Marathi, your your Nagash or whatever that's like probably not going to die, and then he's like right next to you with a bound and the spell running it across your army feels very strong. Uh, personally, but there we go. Um, but it's only one spell, isn't it? I love that they got a picture of fucking Dark Fire Demon Rift in the article. I didn't even look at the article. Before. And and the Bad Moon. The fucking Bad Moon. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck and you. The, isn't isn't the last one a prayer? Wasn't that a uh, prayer? Yeah, it is a prayer. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I okay. talked about prayers. We'll talk about invocations week. in a minute. Oh um, yeah, is that a prayer? That that daughter's a cane one. Oh, I think it's a spell. Uh, yeah. The, no, it's a that one's the a spell. That one's the yeah. knives are a spell. The other invocations, which we we'll talk about now. Um, uh, okay, it helps uh, going first, as Nathan said. You dispel, so it makes the magic heavy army stronger. If you stack the endless spells, of course, you can throw all the endless spells at your opponent, and then, like you were saying, Dan, you have to uh, you have to unbind them unusing your magic press. But there are some bonuses to that because priests can now un- attempt to unbind uh, spells. Um, and isn't so that... one of the heroic actions, and I'm. Spell yes. or something. Yeah, one unbind of the heroic or... actions is you can attempt to unbind an endless spell as well. So that helps. Um, so then invocations. Uh, like, I mean, uh, so just just to be clear, so you control one if you cast two with a wizard, uh, which you didn't. Uh, <laughs> you didn't. Uh, you didn't generally <laughs> tend to. I'm glad you do, Dan. I'm glad you do. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for you to get demon oh. over your army three times. <laughs> you like... I'll, I'll I'll update this when that happens. <laughs> you update that. That's great. <laughs> oh, it'll be this. This will be the update. Uh, let me just fix it there. If I get dark fire demon rift three times, that will be what it'll say. I like uh, you think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, you have you played against uh, bound endless spells yet? Like, has anyone uh, played against them? Yeah, I I think the the issue that I had with them in Seraphon was that they were just so easy and so they were just like easy and many. Where this I like that there's some play involved. Like the the there's I I just I feel like there's going to be a little bit of play and counterplay involved in this. 30 inches I think is maybe a little bit too far. If I was like getting into the nitty-gritty without playing, I'd think maybe 18 or 24. Like the wizard has to be at risk for there to be some benefit from it, but we'll see, I guess. Again, to be clear for everyone, uh, some spells aren't predatory under spells. Bailwind Vortex, uh, the the wall, uh, the Prismatic Palisade isn't a, a, a predatory under spell. Uh, I don't think the Warp Lightning Vortex is also a predatory under spell as well, so that can't change no. uh, who controls it if that helps everyone uh, out. Um, so it's only the predatory in this spell, so, and it will say that on the war scrolls. This is so you reckon the ones that aren't predatory will then just be control. Oh, I guess they don't, they don't they... move, do they? Yeah, I wonder when they'll tick off. Then when they'll activate, end uh, of the hero phase. Well, maybe. Uh, uh, so then maybe we'll see them happen every hero phase. Yeah, that would be mental. Yeah, great. <laughs> Mock's mighty mushroom. <laughs> no, wrong. That's the opposite of what that will be good. It will be. It will suck. Right. Uh, <laughs> I hope the points go up. Um, is all I'm going to say. 
Um, anyway, uh, invocations. These are similar to endless spells, but they're summoned by priests since they're under the control of a specific priest. In cases where they can move, their rules are also similar to before. Uh, so there you go. And then invocations work much, uh, yeah, invocations work as much as they did previously, with one important exception. Your opponent's priests can attempt to banish them. And Dan, this is time for some positivity. Love this. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. this. My priest because... can look at your priest and be like, my god's better than your god. We can go fucking full, like, I won't make a joke there, but there's loads yeah. you can make. No, well, I'm just excited about it because obviously dwarven runesmiths are priests, and they worship <laughs> gods that have existed for a very, 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 very long time. Correct, Nath? Like, yeah. I'm right in that. So uh, that's why it'll be really satisfying when these fake new god priests, or really, really, I mean, they're only like half a god, like the, the Marathi worshippers, because she's not really a god. She's two fifty percent of a god at best. She's a pretender to the throne. So these Cainite priests, when they're like, oh, I'm a slaughter queen, and here's my little prayer, then a real priest can be like, your god's not real, and shut them down. And I'm just very excited yeah. for that. Yes. Rune lords are going to be ruling it. Just telling mm. them to shut up. And also mm. dispelling spells like, get off! Yeah. And you, be really satisfying. bugger off too. But you mm -hmm. do, so you do have to give up. So at the start of your hero phase, you can attempt to banish one invocation with each friendly priest. Instead of chanting a prayer with that priest in that hero phase, the same uh, player cannot attempt to banish the same invocation more than once per phase. And to attempt to banish an invocation, you pick one invocation within 48 inches of a friendly priest. So anywhere that is visible to them, they make a banishment roll, and if the roll is greater than the answer value of that invocation, it is banished and removed. An invocation cannot be summoned again in the turn that is removed from play. They've also said that about endless spells as well, right? Uh, you cannot summon, uh, you cannot resummon an endless spell uh, once you've cast it, which is great. oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. They've said that somewhere it in this stops, article. It stops like the cycling of, say, the Everblaze or people, because previously you dispelled at the top of the turn which meant mm. that you could dispel and recast. You could only yeah. attempt to cast it once, but there was nothing against dispelling it and recasting it. Uh, same with Geminids. I don't know if anyone's been mm. double-tapped by Geminids from minus two to hit and minus two to wound. But, uh, not two to wound, minus two attacks, but that uh, sucks. Uh, this gives priests a really interesting place in your army as they can counter both invocations and endless spells um, so they can try and stop them. That also means magic-hating armies like Disciples of Corn. What, James? Have they uh, changed the name? Uh, maybe it's a new book. <laughs> the disciples, the disciples, disciples of Corn. Thanks to Tuggy for subscribing. They're not the most disciple-like of worshippers, are no, they? No, like I don't think that's disciplined I... in discipling. But now they I, do magic, corn fellas. However, how do you think that calling them the Blades of Corn makes like the hammer and and you know like mace wielding? Oh, corn yeah. Feel like, do they feel like second class seeders? Because realistically, you would have to work pretty hard to hammer the skull intact off the shoulders of someone without you just get ruining really hard it. hard in the chest. Yeah, yeah but multiple the, hard, on just the head just comes yeah. out. Yeah. Not I just, that anyone I just, that works for corns that intelligent. But. I just think it's really specific, and I I don't like it. Uh, in the same way that like uh, if the the sons of Behemoth, what about the Lady Gargants? How do they feel about that name? Yeah, the or the, the Sons of Malice yeah. in the Stormcast. Really like to know how they feel about it. The Blades of Corn, that's just really, really elitist and yeah. ignorant of the Cornates that like to hit you with flat, blunt objects many times. Yeah, like a golf club, yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, you could where... knock their head off like a golf ball type thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see a Cornate warrior with a putter 
just like running and really middle class someone. <laughs> in a polo shirt and the pants just like i shall kill you jeffrey uh right okay so um so priests unbounding binding other people's of corn yeah uh, so priests uh, <laughs> so priests unbinding endless prayers I, how do you guys feel about that i think that's a big positive change yes yep thumbs all around also if anyone's interested you can go onto the uh, zir app it's not called a zir the list writing bit's called a zir the age of sigmar app and you can just type in the word priest and it'll bring up all the different priests that are available and I was going to do a quick game now. Uh, I'm going to need you to, uh, uh, you to you three, um, love or hate. That's what I want to go through with the priests available in the mortal realms. Okay. Also, Pete, by the way, made an amazing point in the chat. This is Pete Pratt over from Northern Ireland. And if anyone's going to know anything about priests causing havoc, it will be him. He says, wizards can't clear invocations, but priests can get rid of endless spells. Priests once again getting away with hideous abuses of power. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay priests that you love and hate this is you're only allowed one of the two no fence in owen's not here all right <laughs> just for owen i love that guy king of men thanks for donating 10 pounds to the show that's amazing i'm spending it on ice pops i want you to know that blue ice pops okay james you just need to fire out love or hate all three of you, you just fire them out all three of you okay war doc from bone splitters love love, love. heavy love Three yeah. loves. Three loves. He's a dancing fella. Rune Lord. Love. Big love. love. Big love. Maximum love. Why? Because he is. Because I just want to call him daddy. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Clenonia, Cl- <laughs> Cleona Zeitengale. Oh, love. Yeah, Who? she's good. Love. Love. She's from the Vexed Village. <laughs> oh 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 yes right she's got really good shoulder game yeah, yeah. love yeah okay, love yeah. love big shoulder game yeah. nathan Very you nice. remembered a meme you remembered yes. one of the jokes yes. i did <laughs> yes <laughs> uh hag queen hey 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 in the bin nobody likes that person she's got those fucking brews that she gives to everybody that taste awful also so, fake god so yeah. fake, fake god Fake god. Can we get, get a fake god emote made? Uh, <laughs> hey, just same, the same, same difference. It's the same thing as the one you just read out just now. Fake god. Okay. You can't be a priest of a fake god. Doesn't work. Doesn't exist. Fake. Okay. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Hey, do you. Um, uh, you know, legends. Uh, uh, you know how they legended some stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah like your, your homebrew army. Oh, they're yeah, still what? on there. Oh. Yep. Yeah, 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 but 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 they're all they're all uh, none of them have been legended. Some of them are still in it, right? Aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Apart from one character, is it the priest? It's the Excelsior War Priest. Oh, wow, he got love. legended. Wow, he got legended. Hmm, interesting. So, nothing, 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 nothing stands out about that model. Uh, let's just put that out there. Right, Auric Rune Smiter on Magmadroth. Hey, love. I love that guy. Why do you hate He's him, got... James? Because they all look the same. I don't know which one he is. He could just Good be point. a normal guy and tell me he's a champion. I don't know. Uh, he's got a key. All the he's same. He's got the key to my heart. Nathan. That's why I love him. He's riding on a magma droth and he's got no shoes on. <laughs> it's a heavy move. The baller move. <laughs> okay. That's his Tinder profile right there. Also... Ride, a, ride a magma droth. 
I got no shoes on. That's how you know when I walk Can in we the also bar. point out that he rides on a magma droth. He doesn't ride it. He surfs a magma droth because he's not sitting on a chair. He's standing on a platform. Yeah, so he surfs a magma droth. That's yeah. a baller move. Okay. Yeah. Auric Runemaster. I love that guy too. Again, could be the same bloke. Hate him. No. I don't like him. No mustache. It's weird. He's got a balled up lip that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> he's got a he's got a luscious beard, but clearly he shaves his upper lip. Because you give me a reason that somehow a fire just specifically burnt his stash section, uh, and I'll I'll start to love him. But nah, no no upper lip hair, no love for me there. Okay. Uh, Soul Scryer. Ishran Soul Scryer. Is that the pointer? Yeah. Hate that dude. Mm-hmm. Pointy mm. man. Don't point I... no meals at me. <laughs> I'm okay with pointy man because he brings a bowl of mixed nuts with him to battle, so I'm going to like him. Okay, Nathan? It's, uh, it's an elf. I don't like it. Fair. Fair. Okay. No. Okay. Smells uh, funny. The Slaughter Priest. Hate. Mm. hate, hate, hate with all my heart. <laughs> wow, I think they're quite nice actually. Uh, they're very strong. They've been with all the weird rules that they've had for ages, but yeah, they're alright. Okay. I mean, they've got too many shoes uh, on, but other than that, they're okay. Well, they were not going to be very happy now. They can only cast one prayer. They're going to be living. Better. That's they used, that I they like. used to be like blood boil. You can have some brazen skin. Here's an invocation. Here's another fucking thing. Like they were like like, like eight cast wizards, like just rolling mm, on some dice. And they God. were standing on their damn shrine thing, so yeah. they're just like, ah. Oh, also, I get rerolls, and I just get it because I'm rad. Um. So <laughs> they're the right, brothers. All corn must have loved those guys. Shut up. <laughs> the gash. <laughs> he's not a priest anymore. Move on. C- Correct, he's not a priest anymore in Soulblight Gravelords. Well done, James. You passed the test. Congratulations. Ooh. And any information that upsets Speckles, I learned very quickly. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get it back. I reckon no. he's going to get it back. No, he's not a priest, not? is he? How can you be a priest to yourself? Yeah, uh, I would argue that all gods are the high priest of themselves. Because, like, unless they're like, no, don't worship me, like the freaking emperor in 40k, Nagash absolutely is like, worship me, let me show you yeah, how it's done. he doesn't worship himself, does he? Yeah, he does. If you Probably. think that he doesn't give his does. bone an old polish every now and then himself, being like, no one does this as well as I do, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm surprised Marathi's not a priest as well. In fact, all of them gods. Mm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Well, Nagash isn't, so just to be clear, yeah. he's not a priest. Uh, Huskard on Thunder Tusk. Yeah, yeah. Good lad. He's pretty cool. Is he a priest? Oh, on Thunder Tusk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he can pray. Yeah. And also, if Rick's yeah. listening, also you can do the Everwinter. Just so you, just to remind you, uh, yeah, it's yeah. an allegiance ability you've got. That's uh, yeah. that's one. <laughs> I, one thing I don't like though is that the Huskard on Thunder Tusk is a priest, but for some reason the one on Stonehorn isn't. Like somehow the mount is the priest. I think why aren't all the ones that are riding the Thunder Tusk, like the Lord and the Tusk God, why aren't they both priests? Yeah. Just that's the Husk the God. Thing. That's what I don't get. It's it's either it's, it's like not, he's upgraded the... and then forgot about his god. Yeah, clearly the Huskard isn't the priest because then the Huskard on Stonehorde would be a priest. So it's got to be the Thunder Tusk. But if a lord is riding a Thunder Tusk, he's not a priest. So why is it such a small cross section of ogre? Thunder Tusk Society gets to worship a god. I just got it's a match just on Tinder. That's nice. 
Um, okay, next one. Uh, lost it. Was yeah. a priest Don't or not? Laugh at me, James. Yeah, in the middle of something. Um, <laughs> using my phone. Uh, right. So the Skink Star Priest. He's got priest in the name, doesn't he? Yeah, but do you love uh, or hate him? Oh, he's Seraphon. At the moment, everybody hates all of them. So uh, he's, no, he's a nice not little me. lad. He's got a nice smile, and he's only no. five wounds. No, I like him. No, you like he gets him. A, what? I like him. I like him. He gets a pass from me because I enjoy oh. killing them. Okay. Wow. Two, two likes. <laughs> they <been> livid. <laughs> yes, private, private. A uh, skink priest. Do you know what the star priest do? does, Dan? Do you know what the star? How do you not know what the star priest does? Oh, I know what on. he does. I want to like the priest and not the star priest. Okay, because he's got the cute little feather cloak. Yeah, he's got a nice Acceptable. little feather cloak. He's okay. nice little flaps uh, around. Skink Priest. Oh, that's the oh, one wait. I love. That might be the one I like. Yeah, we got the, these the wrong way around. Dan. The one with the feathers. Yeah, I liked okay. the lizard that like that thinks it's a bird because it's like this is what dinosaurs were really like, not like Jurassic <laughs> Park. That's why he wears all the feathers. I hear. Listen, I like oh, don't that. Worry, one. Don't worry, everyone. There's not long to go. Plague Priest on Plague Furnace. Love or hate? Yeah, uh, kind yeah. Of good lads. There's all them rats pink, pulling the the thing at the back. Good lads. Okay, all right, Nathan. No, no, don't what? like him. What? Oh, Nathan, this is sick rat. I don't like him. <laughs> He's a love rat. I love him. <laughs> love rat. Uh, and what about finally the plague priest? Not on plague furnace. No, nah, not as He's cool. A, He's a good lad. Okay. He doesn't have a sick ride like his other mate. If you're what? not pulling up in a Cadillac, I'm not getting in for our day. Well, we know how you pull down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the final one, the Chaos... Well, it's not the final one, actually. The Chaos War Shrine. Best priest. Yeah, love. Love. Nathan. Uh, it's all right, uh, I guess. Also got lots of shoes, though, so I'm not that impressed, but okay. <laughs> Why has this become your weird, weird requirement? I'll tell you. <laughs> Nathan's put fetish release. Do you think priests should be barefoot? Is this like a thing? Yeah, they've got to be in contact with the ground so they can earth themselves and get their prayers going properly. Okay. Okay. Is yeah. this like a bull aware thing? No, I just made it up now because I know that you don't like bare feet. Just. <laughs> <laughs> He's so he's so correct. Uh, James Holmes apparently was out there playing the other day with barefoot, triggered. Yeah, seems like a lovely fella, but hate him now. Uh, the Lord Relictor. <laughs> Lord Relictor. Oh, that's the Doctor Who guy. He's horrible. He's the best you. lad. Why? Because nah. he's the only. T- he teleports. What more do you want from a priest? No. Yeah. Okay. All what right. What about no? you, Dan? Best lad. I'm going to go with no. I don't love him. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Zero. All right, well, we've will, been through all the priests seen. now in the game, uh, so that's good. Uh, they also get access, all of those priests that we just spoke about, all get access to generic prayers, which they're oh. able to cast, right? Faith is, is that like a... every time you buy a lotto ticket, you just pray that you win? Is it one of those? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people do that one. That's the no, most generic like... prayer there is. No, this is like... I don't get caught, sort of a situation prayer, I think. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, or in James' case, I hope no one ever tries to wax my back, sort of a prayer. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no chance. That would be a bad day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know who has and... the most back hair, you, Owen, or Nathan, but it's just ungodly. <laughs> All three of you. Is what that about you? Is One that day they're going to get stuck There's together. There's no hair. Look at this. No back hair. I've like got a, loads. Like an That's otter. That's your Tinder profile, isn't it, Rob? No back hair. <laughs> I feel like one day Nathan, James, and Owen, they'll bump into each other shirtless and become like a rat king because they'll all get tied together. <laughs> right, listen. Let's go on with this. The, Google the rat generic, king if you don't know what I'm talking about. You could do... Thank you, Disco Rat, for subscribing. Big love to you over in Germany. Um, because you guys have changed. <laughs> Uh, so the pre- the generic prayers. This is huge. This is huge. This is gives all prayers. Nathan, like your rune lord, the ability to just do what he likes. A war doc now could dance around and do some other prayers. This is pretty exciting. And these prayers, these generic ones that you're able to call on, like a generic spell lord, are bless. Bless is a prayer that has an answer value of four and a range of twelve. Uh, uh, and if answered, pick one friendly unit wholly within that range, wholly within 12 inches, and you get a ward of 6+. plus. Now, we have previously seen this wording, which is a ward save uh, before, mm-hmm. but this now seems to be a core word that they're going to use in future mm-hmm. for rules, which is excellent, uh, because now we yeah. say damage prevention role, so DPR, yeah. uh, but it now means Age of Sigmar has its own system for what 40k sometimes call a feel no pain or a disgusting resilience or a billion other words which is why we use dpr um so now it's just a flat item which is a nice clarity on changing the rules up so i'm mm. pro this so it's like cool they've got a ward saver six up so we can communicate really uh, nicely about on the tabletop and the, this, this rule in. proves that rune priests are the best um, i was about to the, say the same the thing best, Nathan. the best god why <laughs> yep. the, because they do it on a two up yeah, we're the exact same prayer. The, 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 <laughs> the exact same prayer rune priests have had since time immortal. Uh, they they had it at the start. So yeah, Nath, I'm glad you went there. I yeah. was there. We know it. Isn't, we know that isn't, rune priests. Isn't yours two's only complaint for like four years about dispossessed is that they just keep getting the same rule given to them time and time again? It's like oh, rule no, one. That doesn't sound like me. Answers better. Oh uh, no. Sounds like I've both had of you. any complaints about the rules for my dudes. No, right? I'm pretty sure that we've just celebrated their superiority for the yeah, last fine. several years. Haven't they? Uh, fine, fine. Yeah. The only the only complaint I've had about the dispossessed rules is that I can't play with my unforged anymore. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because he's no got no and he's taken off your fulminators. Your Scarax, the whatever they call him. They stopped selling him. They stopped selling him. It's so good. I'm sad about that. They stopped selling that. Scarak, Nath. Yeah, and the Unforged. <laughs> <laughs> it was obviously because the Unforged was breaking the game. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's Bless. Um, interesting things that you could, like, interesting on what units you could do that on, uh, giving stuff a six up ward. Smite is a prayer, has an ca- answer value of two and a range of 40 inches which I fucking love this one. If answered, pick one enemy priest within range and visible to the chanter. That enemy priest suffers one mortal wound. If the chanter rolls a six or more, the enemy priest suffers D3 mortal wounds instead of one. Fucking so into this. This is brilliant. <laughs> it's kind of great. It's I kind so of good. That. It's so good. Like, I just picture like, like Father yes. Ted battling it out with the guys from like um, Four Lions or something. Just like yeah. some real like my God's better than your God situation. Um, One more wound at a time. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Warp Spider, for resubscribing. Um, this is great. James, how do you feel about having uh, priests stare at each other? 
Uh, well, I just think it, like it's cool, right? Because we've always had that like wizard face off. So I think mm. this kind of something cool of like just priest face off, and also like I'm gonna have to probably carry a holy bible around and shout things at people. <laughs> Are you gonna get really dark on it? It's like really uncomfortable. Uh, maybe just, I've got that take, Sigma take Bible. Your shoes off somewhere. You do it as well. Take your shoes off. Yeah, and, take your shoes yeah, off. Yeah. Kick no, them I, off before I, you do it. I, I like. I, I like socks. Yeah. I love, I love what Collar has said in the chat, which is that if when you do this, you don't shout like like Age of Empires. <laughs> absolutely okay. but right. also i just love that it's basically two priests from the very edges of the board right like 48 inches like very far away basically they're like oi oi steve yeah corn sucks eat it and he's just like oh Oh! <laughs> <laughs> just gets so offended that he's like this has caused me physical harm he's like yeah well darren yeah you suck! Ah, oh, damn it, rolled a one. <laughs> wrong god, wrong god. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, anyway, brilliant. Uh, really into this. So the prayers give the sense that gods are much closer to the action than before, and the war of the faith is happening at the same time as the physical battle. Plus, they're great for buffing your army when your priests other abilities are raised enough to bring in bonus armies. So, if you don't currently include a priest in your army, you might want to think about going to our web store and picking one up. Uh, because we love money. The changes do both <laughs> to both endless spells and priests. How <laughs> about money? God, I love money. Uh, the changes to both. Oh, I've got something to say about that actually. The changes to both endless spells and priests make the game feel wilder and more intense. Apparently. Check back here tomorrow. No, I won't. Right, okay. So, well, I probably will. So, um, I will. I will. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's talk about this. Priests get the ability to stop other priest stuff. Are we all pro that? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Generic generic prayers. Are we all pro that? Yep. Excellent sure. Work. Okay. Uh, endless spells being able to be walked through. Are we pro that? Yep. Sure. Good. Thumb, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. And the spells being bound to a wizard. Are we pro that or not pro that? I sort of am. I want to see. Yeah. Makes those yeah. wizards a target. Let's shoot. The, I accept some of those wizards are hard to target. But yeah. I, I think once you did it for one army, you got to do it for them all. Yeah. It makes us all as good as those stinky lizards. So. Yeah. I, my my only actually... thing is Go that on, in that. gameplay, 30 inches might be it. Like, I would have. Uh, if I was doing it, I would have really liked it to be really short, like 18. So the idea that like this wizard is kind of in the thick of the battle, just like could pointing a purple sun in front of himself would have been rad. But I like the rule in general. Um, I think it's cool. Thank you to uh, Gash Goddess for donating £10.69 to the show. Uh, I think uh, she's a fan of the Nagash. She's the female Nagash. So appreciate that. Uh, Zanga Jack, it's okay the statement like that really fucking hurt me. If it was easy to just get a priest in your army, then people would just do it. There are more armies out there without priests, so we can't just uh, fucking go buy one, can we, Game <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Zanga Jack. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, maybe Gordon every army is about to get a priest. Yeah. yeah, maybe this is the era of priests. They, they, I don't know if you can see all the artwork that me and Nathan spoke about. Oh, no, actually, I spoke about it on my own the other day on Friday. But I don't know if you guys have seen that kind of crusader ish, crusader like. Crusades-esque 
sort of artwork with the kind of cog forts coming out of the city with the carriage and overlords imagery with all of the kind of like did you guys see that yeah uh nope okay. yeah, yeah yeah it feels like they've gone for um a kind of uh like quite a uh like very religious take on some of the new age of sigmar stuff so mm-hmm. maybe that's why we're seeing this kind of like push on priests i don't know how you guys feel about that yeah everyone's got a god now mm. i kind of like people it got loads that, I thought that artwork was pretty cool. It, yeah, it looks like the cities are going to send out crusades to go and like uh, purify the taint of chaos. Mm. And but they'll be tied more closely with the the what are those things called stormcasts that are associated with the city. And then the stormcasts have to be more careful because they can't go home very easily. Yeah, uh, so uh, Rolfie in the chat said, we just remind us, Nagash obviously lost his pre-key, uh, priest keyword. I'm like pretty happy about it. Honestly. That's because he's dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. shh. No, he got killed. Dad, and he's in outer this... space. <laughs> <laughs> the ice giants. That's yeah. what it is. All right. Um, so the bound, that's the bound thing. Uh, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think I would have liked to have seen it be shorter personally. Uh, how do you guys feel about endless spells happening in both people's hero phases? Uh, I think it depends on what happens to endless spells, right? If they rewrite them all and it works, great. If they're like, like if Purplestone's exactly the same and I'm moving it like twice a turn over someone and rolling like sixty dice, it's going to be a slow day. But there should be more destruction, so yeah, I think be faster because people are dead. That's true. It's cool. I think it just, it just, I wouldn't want it to slow down the game where mm. we just all move mm. endless spells because yeah, I think um, there's also that ability to just yeah. take a load of endless spells to slow down a game if you know your army plays better to a slow game. Mm. Yeah. Well, it does seem like there are a lot of opportunities for you to play in your opponent's turn doing stuff. Mm. So that does look like. Uh, the game better be a bit smaller, or else I'm never going to finish any games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are never going to finish any games. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I don't like the fact that endless spells move in both. So the thing that they've clearly done, so and we've seen more of these rules now, and we'll kind of talk about it at the end. They've said, right, double turn. Okay, no problem. Yeah, people don't like spending like a double turn watching their opponent let's say your opponent takes 20 minutes to do their turn if they do two in a row that's 40 minutes they feel like you can't engage you feel like no one wants that amount of downtime in a game so it's like cool in your opponent's turn you're going to be able to do stuff in your turn your opponent's going to be able to do stuff and you're like sweet okay that sounds kind of fun sounds like really engaging have you thought about how long it's going to take the game they're like no obviously not We've never done any of that because otherwise we wouldn't have given Plague Monks their fucking war scroll uh, (laughs) or any of the other fucking things. Nathan's there like, okay, I've got 60 grots and I've got two minutes. Go. (laughs) Fucking rolling the dice like a fucking, like a pizza chef trying to like whirl up the thing in the air just as fast as he can go. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so that's my major concern. My major concern is the speed of the game and also potentially the power of some of the endless spells because the generic ones are obviously generic which is great but the faction locked ones are faction locked which means you've obviously got access to some crazy good endless spell wildfire taurus every movement phase nay every hero phase pretty good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well so yeah i mean obviously there's all the it does d6 mortal wounds that one doesn't it yeah 
Yeah. Uh, no, D6, so uh, D6 against a unit that's 10 or more. Ah, okay. So that's a lot of damage. But, I mean, making your strikes last, it doesn't matter because it used to last until the next hero phase anyway. So, I mean, it'll just make more units always strike last. But whatever. Yeah, it will. Well, yeah. no, actually, only ever made units uh, always strikes last until the end of that turn and or battle round. It's been ages. But it's like, it doesn't last as long as you think it does till like the next hero ah. phase. All right. Um, uh, yeah, but like Wrath Axe, that's really good. Uh, mm. There's just some really good. The fucking moon. Uh, <laughs> forgets. That's really good. Anyway, all right, cool. We've talked about that. So that's the first bit of news. Let's take a small Make some loads faster. Because they the... were so, the spells. Yeah. And they were all sort of like AoE sort of thing, especially the ones that did damage as you flew over stuff. Mm. So mm-hmm. it just means you're affecting a bigger area. But the pendulum will go very fast in a straight line. Very, very fast. Yeah, really, really quick. It's just going to be... Um, uh, <laughs> will the rune of petrification tick twice then? It depends if the rune of petrification is a predator in the spot. I don't think it is. Um, uh, so there's that. Uh, this will be a Gitz buff. Uh, are the bases the same size? Who knows? If they destroy lots of models... <laughs> be... <laughs> it's just be different sizes every turn. Yeah, Aldeath says, if they destroy lots of models, be less time moving them and fighting. Like... Can I just say, like, I like the idea of uh, endless spells. I'd like to be really clear about that. But uh, Dan um, and Nathan, especially coming from Warhammer Fantasy Battle Days, do you do you genuinely like the idea that you beat your opponent by just moving a couple of endless spells over them? Like, mm. or would you rather the lads had a bit of a dust up? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. would you rather like guys fought each other? Like, I like. I, I, in no way am I being critical of the other spells, but I wouldn't want them to have more of an impact than they already do, which is fairly significant. I wouldn't want them mm. like I lost my half my army to a couple of endless spells. That probably doesn't feel like a, a game of toy soldiers. It's a bit, yeah. Yeah. a bit over the top. No, I, I, I'd a hundred percent agree with that. I'm really excited for for spells to be more impactful on the game. But much like in old fantasy battle, like someone could get off a purple sun and delete half your army. And you were like, I lost to a hundred point wizard getting a double six on a cast. I didn't lose the game. Yeah. Um, and that I think that that's a really that's probably the the element that I would uh, like worry about slightly if I like in it is that that could overtake things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's just what I wanted to point out. I'm hoping that they put the points up. Like, like really, yeah. you should just double the points, right? Because they do twice as much. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see what the balance is that they've concocted okay. to make it mm-hmm. all yeah. all very nice and okay. watertight. And watertight, of course. Mm. <laughs> uh, right, so, um, so next up. Who are the Stormcast Eternals is the next thing in the chat here uh, that we're going to be talking about. So they've done a faction focus. They said they're going to do one every week. And included in this is probably the biggest change to Age of Sigmar 3 that we've seen so far. Like the, the It's cute that there's a monster reaction thing. That's fine. And it's, it's, like it's fun that your hero can do a heroic action. Probably the biggest change that we've seen for, Storm, for all armies is actually included in this little update. So we'll talk about it. Uh, but first off... Uh, there's a new new allegiance ability for the Stormcast Eternals, and it's called Blaze of Glory. Uh, do you want me to do the story for it? Of course. Uh, absolutely. Can you sing but... us the song? Yeah, can can you... Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Can you give us the, uh, I believe it's Bon Jovi? Yeah. Um, yeah, if we could get a bit of Bon Jovi just while you do it. No problem. Okay. 
So, uh, I'm not going to sick. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shoes off and you'll be fine. Should a Stormcaster Turtle be slain in combat, the celestial energy released upon their soul's return to Azir scorches any fair. Oh, fuck. Scorches any foe. <laughs> Who dares too close? Hey, um, did you say uh, any fair? As if like there was a small carnival near this person's death. Yeah, they're like, I'm gonna burn any carnies I see upon death. <laughs> Stormcast <laughs> hate carnies. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, so uh, if a friendly Stormcast Eternals model is slain within an inch of an enemy unit before removing that model from play, you pick one enemy unit within one inch of that model and you roll a dice number. You'd roll a dice equal to the wounds characteristic of that model. So you kill a three wound character or a three wound model. You'll roll three dice. Add one to the number of those dice if the roll is slain. Um, if the model that was slain is a thunderstrike keyword for each six, the target suffers one mortal wound or a five if it's a thunderstrike. So you kill a star drake. You're going to be rolling them sixteen dice, um, and any sixes are going to cause a mortal wound in return. Um, so. Like, uh, pretty fun. I quite like that. I really am like. a big fan. Yeah. Big like. I think that's, it's also awesome because that's the Stormcast returning, being immortal, the lightning it's, thing. Um... That's always been a big part of their, their stuff. The idea that, like when they die, there's a flash of lightning as their soul goes back up. So I kind of, I dig on that. I really like that, that there's now an in-game effect that matches their, their <sighs> core concept. Uh, it's oh, it's started... results. Oh wait, no, sorry. If yeah, it's Thunderstrike, it's, it's an extra dice. It's not a five up. Thank you very much, Jalsimo, uh, Jemiso, and also thanks uh, very much to the Norn for resubscribing uh, for forty-one months, hanging out for a while. It's been really fun. Uh, sorry, you were you were saying something, Nath? I was just saying they've started adding that into some of the stories. I've just finished reading Git Slayer, mm-hmm. and one of the Gobapalooza knifed a Stormcast, and then when it went back, it like bloody blew a great big hole in the Caradon ship where it took it off and, up. and went Doo! and off he went yeah did the Gobbalooza live? Uh, yeah until Gotrek killed him right at the end of the book no in fact I think that one died before then yeah it's it does what did make... he die to? hold on sorry Dan I just need to follow this what did he die to? <laughs> uh, probably Gotrek I think he was going around killing loads of them it was great good book Okay, I'll give it a read. Sorry, Dan. Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying that it kind of it makes it really interesting for any time the Stormcast are in something. Like, let's say they're in someone's house and he starts like <laughs> choking, and he's like, oh. "It's like, ah, oh, shit, he's gonna die!" And they're just like carrying him and throwing his him outside before he expires, so that he doesn't just blow the roof off of the house or something like that. I just, I can't wait to see. That just the stories that will come out of this and probably people's like Stormcast fan fiction about some old dude carking it and just nuking the nursing home on his way out. Yeah, yeah, okay. James, how do you feel about exploding Stormcast? Amazing. Yeah? Kill kill my models, I kill yours. Great day. Okay, Every fine. time they kill a three-wound model and I roll three sixes, because that's all I roll now because they use weighted dice, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> <laughs> a right. full green has got a great idea straight off Why the bat. Why don't they just load Stormcast into catapults and use them like missiles then? Because <laughs> it's only a six. They're like, they're like, uh, they're, they're duds. Yeah, like, you imagine? You that's Go a on, good Dan. use for liberators now. Like, just load them into the catapult, just fire them into the air and be like, I do this for Sigma. And then like, they're like the, the better version of a goblin doom diver. 
But the uh, the they're really bad. Like you wouldn't load a missile that had a one in six chance of being a missile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, it's a cute little thing, isn't it? It's not a major major ability. Mm. But maybe there'll be like a fat. Maybe there's like going to be like a, one of the sub allegiances. So this will happen on five ups, which will be quite cool. Um, we know there won't be. A, there won't <laughs> what are you going to say? Oh, the fat stormcast chamber. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe there'll be like a stormcast chamber where they're like, they're like, you know, the law is like these guys are not as well uh, put together. Or like, Nate, you're an electrician. Oh, okay. What? What? Gotcha. What? Uh, what? Are they not grounded. They've got shoes on. They've not touching the earth. And they're more likely to explode. They've wet their pants, yeah. Maybe they've got some Velcro uh, between the armor plates and it's just generating yeah. a lot of static. Yeah? Not Velcro, I don't mean that. Lycra. Who knows? Something. Like, something that generates they're static. running around. Yeah, well, they've got all that big, heavy armor. They can't afford to wear, wear like anything weighty or like cotton that's going to get thick and sweaty underneath. So they're definitely wearing something like Lycra or like, just a really tight bodysuit under there. Yeah, uh, Owen made a good point in the chat there that um, it's a it's a really cute trick when you play against it. But like you know, if I like walk up to a Star Drake and fucking kick his head in, yeah, and then he's like, "Yes, I get to roll sixteen dice." You're like, "Yeah, but also your Star Drake's dead, mate." Like I'm pretty happy about that. Like you go over and like toe punt a bunch of liberators, and they're like, "I'm gonna roll so many dice." You'd be like, "Yeah, but then you're dead." So fun for uh, me. It has to be said as well if someone's taken a Star Drake, they've already lost. Well, maybe they're better now, James. Thought about that. We don't know. Maybe it was pointed for Age of Sigma Five. Yeah, but we it's don't not have out any yet. context not... for any of the stories. It's not so out why yet. are we even fucking talking about it? Come on, James. As someone who's been forced to use a Star Drake for the last few weeks, I can confirm that they are just the worst. Lost to a bloodthirster. Just, just the worst. That's how bad it is. Okay. So bad. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk, let's talk about the biggest change in Age of Sigmar that we've seen to date, in my opinion. At the end, of the spell thing is like we'll see how impactful it is. Uh, this one is a rule one point three point three, one point three point three. Unit coherency. Units must be set up and finish every move as a single coherent group. A unit with two to five models is coherent if each model in the unit is within one inch horizontally and six inches vertically of at least. Uh, the other model in the unit. A unit with more than five models, so a six plus, is coherent if each model in the unit is within one inch horizontally and six inches vertically of at least two other models in the unit. If a friendly unit is not coherent at the end of a turn or after you set it up, you must remove models in that unit from play one at a time until it's coherent. So incredibly big piece of news Mm. here. I'll just like, I'll be clear for why uh, for everyone um, uh, because this affects like I can already see people talking about gore grunters in the chat um, there's loads to break down we could probably spend fucking an hour on this because it's massive so I'll try to be really really clear with it um, effectively what this means is you're going to have to fight your guys in ranks like just they're going to have to just be in a line with each other like, I, and yes someone at the end someone's going to say you just put two guys at the end um, like because you can str- you can't it stops all stringing out you can't string out mm. in a line anymore. Uh, but yes, you can put two at the end. But as soon as you remove one from a casualty, the rest battle shock off, basically. So you just, you're fucked. Um, so uh, it just means that we're going to fight in small blocks. Let's talk about some of the mm. impacts that this is going to have. Number one, it means you aren't going to be able to screen as well. So it makes teleporting way better. It makes 
units that can fly way better. It makes monsters way better because they're going to be able to eat the juicy end of a unit now instead of uh, a screen where they're mm. not going to be able to move around. So those are some of like the immediate implications. It makes a load of other units really bad. Gorgrunters as a six means that they all have to be kind of, if you think of it, a, a two by three or a weird shaped... Um, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of a weird shape like three and then three if i like like a t-shape yeah like a t-shape um blood knights with a one inch range they'd have to fly around as a t-shape so and it's going to make charging and piling in very hard as well so you'll charge mm. and instead of being able to grab like one model in you're gonna have to make a more complete charge so you'll have to move with more models if that makes sense and then you also won't be able to like flood around let's say a big base or an enemy unit instead you're going to have to like jut up and stay in a rank so those are kind of like the definite like uh kind of like pros and cons or i don't know if there's pros but like that that's the change and we'll see what everyone's saying in the tap um as long as they're in groups of three uh the unit can be more spread out yes uh it makes it a skirmish game not an army game says prop joe i think that's maybe fair um uh it's gonna fuck up big hordes of trogs there's a really good one we'll talk about it in in, in like in, in pieces I think what they were trying to achieve is twofold. Uh, the second thing that I think that they were trying to achieve is make it so that you didn't see the the uh, mm, lines the conga line, the conga lines in the lines of units uh, spread out. What do you guys think about that for Age of Sigmar? Do you think it makes it not look like a war game? Where are you with it? I I think that this is going to be the big uh rule that people have an issue with mm-hmm. reading it and when we go into the edition and i'm gonna call my call though is that in six months time we're going to be really happy for this rule uh in the same way that i remember when command points were first suggested that they were being added there was a lot of negativity around it and then now we look at it and command points for me is one of the really fun key tactical elements of the game uh i I think that this is a positive change. So I know when, it's going to so, suck. So just, just yeah. So just for everyone, when we're talking about conga lines, what we do not mean is just like one. Sometimes in some situations, we do mm. mean literally a a big brick of dudes at the front with a little snake tail running backwards. So less of a conga line, more of a rat's tail, mm. um, uh, to be to be specific, uh, to a buff piece that would maybe give you an inspiring presence of decay. Yeah, or something like that. But more often than not, and probably where I think it's most important, Mm. is when you've got like an alpha army that's going to come and kick your teeth in, and you just Mm. have a couple of 10-man units that you string out as long as possible Mm. to make it so someone doesn't come and murder your army. It's going to be much harder or much more points expensive to put that Mm. into your army. A unit of untamed beasts are going to be like just five models wide now. like Mm. So they're going to be able to screen a lot less. They're a lot less effective. Um, there's a whole bunch well, of Well, you stuff. just take two units of them, then. That's my point, mm. right? It doubles yeah. how much you've got to spend uh, to produce uh, the same effect. Yeah, it sounds mm. like there'll be lots of smaller units, because mm. you're not going to take sixes of core grunters, so you're going to have loads of threes. Mm-hmm. Um, also means that, uh, like you say, the buff pieces won't be able to buff a tail. So... Mm. I mean, already they have to pretty much well, follow, because there's a lot of holy within... But they're going, mm. they're going to have to be doing a lot more following around. It, so they're it also, exposed. So, yeah. 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 Right, I thought Nathan was done then. I mean, it also makes it more interesting, doesn't it? Because, like, you know, like when we'd see nine Gorg runners and then we they get buffed, if we're mm. like, oh, actually, in a nine, only front four are going to get to fight, 
then you probably run them in threes, but then it minimizes the amount of buffs you get onto a unit. So you're not going to have like one death ball, are you anymore? But we may also see the return of discount on maximum sized units because that was a thing and that kind of went away and there's still some stuff that gets it. Um, I I also kind of like how often did you see like 10 skinks or 10 pink horrors or stuff like that where they're summoned and just in a little half disc at the back of the board to zone stuff from dropping. Yeah, but I thought that, and, that was I thought that, that, that was one of the the, the the skills of the game. Like I thought it was like a like it was really really fun to do. Like the, I don't think people really quite recognize how powerful this is going to be for deep striking armies, which and also and teleports, which already are probably too strong anyway. Like ultimately, mm-hmm. like teleports and deep strikes are already so so good. Like and it means your ability to stop them is massively reduced. Mm. So you're like they're going to go and get your backline characters. They're going to go and get your war machine at the back or your shooting unit, whatever it is. It's going to be much much harder to scream. Um, which I think uh, there's 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 loads to talk uh, about. Go on, eh? Yeah, I, th- I think people are going to have to screen. So at the moment, a lot of people screen with lines, mm. but you can you don't have to screen that way. You can screen with like gyro bombers and things like that, single units. The mm. Gobba Blues is great for screening, especially from deep striking and stuff like that. <laughs> You're just pushing them out into little, just pushing people back. So yeah. it'll change how people do screening. And yeah, I think, yeah, pretty, it's going to be uh, pretty hectic the first few weeks as, we are, as people are finding out what screening works and what doesn't. It's going to be great. So we haven't we talked about some of the other kind of key changes as well, like and, and I would like to spend a while on this. So uh, one of the other things as well that it becomes massively important is uh, you can lose whole units now to key abilities which allow you to pick models out of a unit. Mm. If you think about it, so unless you, yeah. unless you unless you if you're thinking about models being if you know if you try and create a screen or maybe just to to maximize your frontage, we haven't even talked about weapon ranges yet, but we'll come back to that. Um, so you're trying to create so you've got kind of as much of a front as possible and then something runs over and they just grab out one of the models in your mm. unit or three of the models on your unit or uh-huh. if they do the endless prayer for Daughters of Cain which ticks th- twice now in the hero phase and you grab out f- six models potentially mm. from an infantry unit you could half an infantry unit dead um, because you could take the other half off um, yeah. so I think, I think really what they're trying to do is uh, punish uh well no they're trying to increase the effectiveness of monsters obviously we've already mm. seen that that try and then reduce the impact of infantry uh and what they're able to do they're going to be much more clustered i think that's something to be really conscious of mm. um mm. uh, it's also going to massively milky badger thank you massively affect piling in that's going to be so difficult to do now with a charge because if you get like a crappy charge you're gonna you have to still maintain everyone so you're going to charge the the model that you're charging at or the unit you're charging at and you're like cool i'm I'm only going to get three attacks like you're not going to get a load of attacks out of your guys Mm. and that's before we even talk about weapon range so if you're on a 32 mil base you have to be if you've ever put a line of bases touching base to base you're gonna have to put the other models in between the lines like in you know Mm. how it creates like a little like gap you're going to have to put them in there and move them literally like a, a static block and move them in a line so that you can uh, you can get any attacks in. Because if you've got a 32 mil base but a one-inch reach weapon, you're not ever fighting from two ranks. It, it won't mm. matter, though, because what? when they release tomorrow's rules and it tells us that about like fighting on the front flank, side flank, or rear flank, it'll make more sense. <laughs> 
You're right. Why, uh, why are we? If they show us it? the new square bases, then it'll be yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, well, that Mork's magic mushroom <laughs> now on a fifteen by fifteen base, <laughs> and it's a lot easier for a model to touch two other models if it's on a square base, and then you just push the other mm, flat edges point. together. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. it. You got it. Um, the, uh, I got to say that, like, you've touched on exactly. So I said that number two. Number two, the reason that I think that we see this in play um, is because of the conga lining and also the kind mm. of big screen lines. That's what I think. And I'd like to go mm. back to how it's going to affect it. But my number one reason that I think that they're doing it is because obviously the Citadel guys are obviously in a rage fight um, that they're up late at night, like panic sweating over uh, with the Fordwell guys and with obviously the introduction and the release of Old World at some point with ranked infantry. Uh, this is their chance now for anyone who's like, I might try that ranked infantry game. It's like, well, ours is kind of ranked as well, man. Like, it's kind of like, look, it's kind of the same. Like, you have to rank up. This is this is the same thing. So, like, fuck you guys. Like, your game shit. Ours is great. That's number one reason. I would bet everything I owned on that being the reason that this has been this way. Like, all the money I have, which is not much. It's basically a blue ice pop money. I think you should try orange. Uh, yeah, I'll try orange. Thanks. I, I will. I think for, I like. I really do like this rule. I think it's going to be difficult. I think at the start, learning how to do it is going to take people a bit of time compared to what we're used to. But as much as like using ten skinks in a curve at the back to zone out stuff was a tactic for me, it was uh, it was easy for some armies to do. They had access to cheap twenty five mil when they're an inch apart. They've got a, a 20 inch distance basically from the end to end model and then nine inches from them. And so it was when you had that, it was a really easy, logical screen for. And what this does is it means what Nathan suggested. You have to kind of do de defense in depth. So you're screening with a unit here, a unit there. You're, I just I realize that teleporting and all of that is still a really big threat. But I think that this brings stuff together rather than it looking like you've got a bunch of random strings and strands and scarves of units laid across a table. You have that. Um, the one thing that I would probably say is that maybe they could be a bit more specific about base sizes because stuff on like 50 and 60 mil bases, this obviously hurts. Like I don't mind when a six man unit of ogres is strung out because it's still such a small unit. I do mind when a... 20-man unit of freaking OBR are across the entire table, though. But it's like no one's ever heard of a skirmish line, like, mm. in all of war. People, did people, like, did people just watch, like, like, uh, did people just watch, like, English infantry lines? Like, was there, like, a movie that's the only one that, like, children watched in the 80s and 90s? They thought, oh, that's it. This is how they fight in wars. One line. There's not a picket line or a skirmish line. None of those things ever fucking exist. Scouts never were a thing. Like there's like there's whole like elements of armed armies that work that way. And I mm. just don't I don't think everyone has to hold hands and move forward. It feels like very weird. Um, like well, you're still but, a skirmish line if you're five less than five, five or less models. <laughs> you are. You are. All of those five model units. The thing that you're talking about as well, Dan and, and, and Nathan, is that people don't necessarily have access to the, a gyrocopter in each army. There's a whole bunch yeah, of armies yeah. that don't have access to a load of that stuff. And again, some of the strongest units that you can have in the game are like have access to some crazy rules like 3d6 inch charges in seraphon when we talk about the stormcast in a minute they've now got a seven inch charge from deep strike 
like with an ability. Mm. The fucking pointy man, James. Not a fan of him, are you? Stop pointing his nah. eels at me. They've now got more <laughs> option to land and get you. Um, oh yeah, we... MSU eels will be having a great time, but yeah, you won't see the big blocks because they can't fight in a line. Yeah. Uh, so like, um, like it's a huge change. I don't know how I feel about it. Like it does bring it into parity with 40k. But 40k is very different because 40k has terrain and we don't really have terrain. Their deep strike stuff also isn't like as mental. Like they do have deep strike stuff that's really good in combat, but normally what happens is it gets pushed off or kind of shot back. Um, but then they've got transports and other things, so there's a good conversation there. Uh, the the thing is, is I don't understand why it's five models. Like mm. why it's not eleven. Like oh, so why isn't it like units of eleven or more? Yeah, yeah. Like that that feels like that would be work for this game quite nicely. It's like ten is a skirmish line, like you were saying, Dan. But why mm. isn't it eleven plus? Honestly, like, though, I I would have even even if it went up to six for me, six or less, because that's a unit of knights, that's a unit of minotaurs, that's like I I think I I can see them not wanting ten long strings across the board, and I I personally agree with that. I'm okay with that. But not being able to have six gore grunters at, like form a, lo- a block line and hit something that it doesn't really fly with me. So yeah, yeah. I, I would have copped six. I would have been really happy with six. I think. Yeah, and let's talk about all the units it affects: piggies, trogoths, uh, croxigore, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Flood <laughs> croxigore. We are. Uh, <laughs> Saurus knights. Saurus knights. That's a good example, James. Um, uh, I'm thinking of units that definitely you buy in threes. Slangor, livid. You rarely see Slangor as much anymore. The reason also it works really well in 40k is because they have a rule where you can fight if the if the unit in or if the model in mm. front of you is in range. And we haven't seen whether or not that's going to be included in here. So if you're within half an inch, so if you're within an inch of a model in your unit that's within half an inch of the enemy, you're able to fight. So that's how they do their kind of two right fighting. If we haven't got that in here, which it doesn't say that it's in here, then those second rank guys definitely can't fight. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. All of the all of the dudes with big bases are. Yeah, that would have been in a six or more. Mm. They they're just going to be reduced to threes, aren't they? And yeah. then units that come in sixes, so like sneaky snufflers and squeak herd, they're just going to have to go in little blocks, blobs instead of. Lines. Yeah, Nath, I can I can already hear the the cries of the very large block of sneaky <laughs> snuffler players out there just screaming in fury at this change. Not my fifty sneaky snufflers. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. will I run truffle pigs at my enemy? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah it's just going to affect a lot of different units you're going to have to go back and look at your army I hope my hope is this is the hope this is without context because obviously you can only talk about it as we know how the the game works now my hope is that we see some big updates to unit ranges that's what I'm really hoping because there's probably like a bunch of different like units that are affected by this quite nasty um, uh, which I think would be uh, like it feels a little bit harsh I'm going to say Maybe it'll be a base sized thing, like the the bigger based stuff, like your medium sized infantry, your trogs and your minotaurs and stuff like that, your bulgors rather. They will be able to attack in a second rank, like a rank kind of thing. Oh, yeah. it's just confusing then, though, isn't it? Like yeah, that just makes true. it more complicated. What we actually need is just a rule that's like 
done. This is it. And maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe we'll get the 40k rules. Who knows? Let's be okay. excited that we won't see people daisy chain to a harbinger of decay anymore. I don't know why anyone. <laughs> it, it never bothered me. Maybe that's just because I've been playing that way for so long. Like it was never, it was never a thing that stressed me out. If that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, I think the holy within thing was sorting that out. So if I they just all the holy within. Come on, like all the rules to have holy within, mm. then that would have sorted that out a bit more. I mean, yeah, there were lots of people that would zone stuff out with long lines, and if the game designers didn't like the lines, then there we go, they've sorted it out. That's yeah. the problem. They don't like the lines. Well, I'm, don't worry. I'm, I'm excited for this change, down. but I'm not a Seraphon player because I'm not a shield for lizards. Oh, look at this handsome <laughs> man. Down in model form, coming up. <laughs> what? This is you um, in model form. I Mine's can't wait for, I, I don't. I don't know if anyone's tried this yet. You should uh, get yourself some models out. Take a unit of two. Take a unit of twenty models. Charge at an enemy model, but don't get like a very good range. Just get within an inch, and then be like, "Oh yeah, this fucking sucks." Like you're gonna really start to understand at that point that you can't get a lot of attacks in. Um, yeah. uh, but maybe this is because they just want it to be monsters edition. So there we go. Oh, um, shoot in addition. Shooting's going to be so fucking good, man. <laughs> like, as, a, as a unit awkwardly wheels itself around, it's like, what's your angle of wheeling? And then someone's like, I don't have to do anything, dickhead. I just shoot you. Uh, it's going to be The super age easy. of the cunning rook. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right, so... Uh, 2.0. They've also announced um, uh, that a table size yeah. of 44 by 60 inches is the recommended for armies ranging for 1,000 to 2,000 points. Um, hmm. So there we go. How do you guys feel about the confirmation of the smaller board size? Dan is Fine. a thumb up on this. Fine, because I already brought one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. I'm fine with it. I, I think, like, it obviously it sucks for people who, like myself, I've got a mat that I love using that's now too big, um, and people who've bought the the big, expensive, beautiful plastic boards. Uh, however, uh, how much in any game of the table did you not use? That was that's the thing that it comes down to for me. And there was always like a third of the table we never touched. I, I think I think I just because I can see in chat people being like bringing up all the FLGSs that had tables made. Um, I think the benefit will be that we'll like I've got a six by four downstairs that's in my dining room. Hilariously. Uh, but like it just gives you a cup space right and dice and i know mm. like rob will be happy because he hates things on tables so what dinners, <laughs> dinners. just picking on you yeah. and and also i think like for yes it sucks like for local game stores everyone that had a table but if your reason for not changing something to the game is because it's always been that way and people like already have it then you clearly haven't been paying attention to this company ever yeah like, like that's wh just whatever it's... like this is the we knew this was happening whatever mm. whatever yeah. like people might ignore it people might not ignore it uh tournaments might ignore it like the thing is is your local gaming store it's not a problem dan like it's not an issue like you and your mate like cool we'll measure it out maybe we've got some tape maybe we'll use dice oh that dice has been knocked where's the edge of the board 
little bit awkward. Maybe we'll do a James. We'll buy ourselves the proper size mat. Then we've got ourselves a little like little area for tokens at the bottom and some beers at the side. That's great. The issue is that fucking dickhead who's got to roll out 800 mats or 100 mats at the <laughs> tournament. Yeah. And then looks at yeah, them and tape thinks, them off. Oh, yeah. I've got to tape off 50 tables. Yeah. Enjoy John like, Green. Yeah. You're going to be like this. Uh, thanks, Marchettus, uh, for resubscribing. Um, that's going to be an issue, like, you know, for some volunteers and to do stuff, I guess. Um, I mean, the conversation was had in the 40K community as well, but it was led the way by uh, Frontline Gaming, uh, who. Uh, who conveniently happened to sell all their 6x4 mats six months before the 40k change. Uh, LVO 20-whatever it was, 19, happened to just be like, oh, we're going to change our mats for next year. Here they are, would anyone like them? Um, but you can buy some of their new ones if you want to buy the 44x60s. Just by happenstance, they sell them. Um, uh, like if you guys want to go grab them. Uh, like... I think everyone's just going to get really good at uh, sewing. Because what they'll do is they'll cut down their old mats and just re-sew, re-hem the edge there. Problem solved. You're golden. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, personally, I just think uh, it makes deep striking worse, which is the only good thing uh, that's come out of it. Yeah. Well, you don't need to conga line your units out because you don't have as much board to cover. It's actually 25% smaller. It's really big. Like, it's really big, which also means a couple of really cool things, if you think about it. If you split the board up into uh, how we would split the board up now, it means your deployment zone's like a little bit smaller. It's like 11.5, I think, or it might be like 9.5. I can't remember. I did the math the other day, and it, um, it's a bit smaller. <laughs> like, it's not quite what you think it is, if that makes sense. But not some of those... the maths, that's for sure. That's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be interesting, because there are... I, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but there are some... Um, scenarios where deployment is like 12 inches from your board edge and tw and whatever 12 inches from enemy models or something like that right mm -hmm. so if you were to deploy 12 inches from your board edge and you dropped first and dropped on that front line then you can push your opponent a little bit back on their deployment zone or is that that wording changed and am i well, it, we don't know because there? we don't know anything do we there's bound um, to be lots of new mm. scenarios hey? yeah exactly yeah. But this is this is going to be this. Is, that's why the GHB is coming out, which they've obviously announced. Um, uh, but you, it probably means your deployment zones are smaller. Important point for everyone to note uh, for you people who maybe want to put a lot of models down. So your deployment zones are smaller, and you probably start closer to your opponent, which is obviously going to make those alpha strikes easier, which is going to make your screens more important. Uh, so there's kind of like a, a duality there. Uh, ultimately, also means that those guns are just that little bit closer, Nate. Them iron drakes. <laughs> yeah, they haven't got as far to walk now, baby. The Who little knows? guns, they can start shooting, and then the people with the long guns, they're closer, so you can get to them and fucking knife them. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, like Mar like Asperon said in the chat, probably the scenarios will be measured from the center, uh, which is what they do mm. at the moment, which is, by the way, super rubbish. Is that like, what they do in the 40k thing? Yeah, you deploy, you measure to the center of the board, and then you measure your objectives from there, which is just the worst like you know it's 24 and 12 from the edge you're like this is great but then you like measure to the middle and then you're like right 18 inches from this middle point out here you're like fuck me this sucks can't you just draw across in the middle and just draw from you there? can but obviously the book won't have that in the book will have like from the middle so that you can play it on a on whichever board does am i making sense yeah that's hard to measure from the middle well it's longer how does that sound it takes longer okay 
Fine. <laughs> so no one. I'd like, to, yeah, I'd like to see the 40k ones. Well, I guess we're going to see these ones. So no, I don't want to see the 40k ones on. It's okay. You. We can do a 40k show with you, Nate. No. We can uh, talk right, about anyway, rules. So the the boards are smaller. <laughs> coherency has changed pretty. Uh, uh, pretty yes, yeah, shorter tables but longer games. Hundred percent. That's the future. Uh, a great example of character design to take advantage of the new rules. Apparently, is the Lord Imperitant. We know that will be. Uh, there he is. We know there will be lots more. We know there will be lots more command points flying around, but this guy gets to issue a command every turn for free, on top of a host of other useful abilities. So, um, uh, so he's got seven wounds in a three-up save, and he's also moved five inches. So, seven wounds on a three-up save is pretty great. He's got a yeah. D6-inch shooting attack, which is 18 inches, three threes, run one damage one. He's also so got anyway. a warhammer, uh, which is uh, four attacks, three threes, run one, and two damage. It's pretty baller. Uh, it's also blessed. It's just uh, remember. It is a blessed Warhammer. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, now he's got a couple of things. He's got a companion Griffhound, um, and it almost, almost, always must stay within an inch of him. And he's got a couple of things. Distinguished Leader. Once per turn, this unit can issue a command without a command point being spent. So uh, he's in your army. Mm-hmm. Command point for free. He's also Thunderstrike. So if you do kill him, you're gonna have to roll eight <laughs> dice when he dies, and any sixes you'll take a mortal wound. Uh, but he's also got Guided by the Lightning, which is once per turn at the end of your movement phase. If any friendly units with this ability are on the battlefield, you can say that it will guide the arrival of Sigmar's Warriors. Pick a friendly Stormcast Eternal's Thunderstrike unit with a Wounds characteristic of three or less that is in reserve. When you use the Scions of the Scions of the Storm ability, so when they Deep Strike, um, they can uh, they basically can charge seven inches as opposed to nine inches. Ooh, yeah. So we're constantly going to see that bloke and units of the the big boys in tandem both set up in the sky he deploys and then they deploy immediately after him uh-huh that's going uh-huh. to be the one-two punch um you know the exploding we... armor does it hurt stormcast as well if you like shoot them while they're in the back line stood next to other stormcast oh, great question uh no i think it's enemy but that's a real question it? If a friendly Stormcast Eternal uh, is slain within one inch of an enemy unit, yeah, that's nice. Oh, okay. That would have been really, really fun. Um, that would have been super fun. <laughs> can uh, we uh, <laughs> can we just talk for a second about the fact that this model has the most aggressive BDE of any model released in Age of Sigma thus far by his sword placement? Can uh, we just have a look at that for a second? Yeah, right. Look, just middle. look at where that man has decided to sheath. His backup weapon. Yeah. Why? I've got so many questions about it. If you miss the scabbard, you're doing a, a little bit of a, an, an over-circumcision to yourself. Also, because um, Dan's maybe look at this card more, <laughs> is this like the 19th version of a War Scroll card that we've seen? Oh, yeah. yeah new War true. Scroll yeah. card. Yeah, new War Scroll card. Could be anything. Um, uh, like, yeah, it's, it's, I like the little flavor text that's on it. That's always fun. So deep striking, uh, no longer being an issue for these guys, seven inch, probably re-rollable, uh, makes them very consistent into units that can't screen. Um, not, I'm not a fan of that personally. I think you should just like, I think there should be no abilities. I think you should land outside nine and you just fucking, you got to roll it. You can have a re-roll fine, but the rest of it just like fucking suck it up, baby. I think making it more reliable is just boring. Um, it mm. gives so much, so much strength to units that can do it. And now in game, you have less ability to stop it. If that yeah, that, that honestly, reading the the big boy rules, 
I was like, awesome. They drop down, they do a mortal wound. They've got a re-rollable nine-inch charge. That's going to be really interesting. Maybe it means you want to get off cogs to make it more reliable. Now it's like re-rollable seven. You're most likely going to get that. Yeah, uh, of course, unless Gabriel Shawhart's War Scroll doesn't change, in which case you can add an additional plus three. So <laughs> but then four. you have to play then you have to play Dirty Hammerhole. Yeah, but we, yeah, maybe Hammerhole, maybe it's going to be, maybe they're better too. Maybe. Uh, I, I have you a couple like, more how do you uh, how do you mm. feel about the rule bud well uh, dropping in seven i yeah, mean yeah yeah. yeah yeah i mean there was uh obviously right at the beginning when the storm costs were dropping in all over the place people were getting very upset and then uh, so then then they pushed them back and they pushed everybody else back and now we're slowly inching forward further forward so uh, we'll see how close they get before everybody gets upset again. But yes, uh, I, yeah, I just does seem weird that you know they they're going they're sort of sneaking back into that territory where people had a lot of beef in the mm. first place. I think the fact that you just can't screen them, like I like you know if someone if some dickhead turns up. Like he's like, I've I've landed from the sky, which means you can't affect them. By the way, in their turn, so like you have no mm. counterplay. Their core rule is like, fuck off. I'll do what I like until it's my turn, which is fine if you're the guy who does that. You're like, sweet, like I'm into this. Like this like, is me. Hang on, yeah. you're just being me. Carry on. Yeah, he's like, you can't, <laughs> he's like, you can't. He's like, you can't hurt me. Can't hurt me. Can't hurt me. And you're like, all right, cool. And then he lands. Then he's like, right, I'll charge. And he's like, oh, I've got nowhere to charge. You're like, I know, dickhead. Because I've just put this little fucking unit of ten fellas out, like, <laughs> like this is great. It's a really positive thing. But now that's harder to do, and that kind of stresses me out a little bit because I think that there might be some armies or there might be some plays uh, which they haven't foreseen because they're not really good at like managing how they see the game dimensionally on the tabletop. Um, and so probably what we'll see is people just like having to get just fucking eaten like a bunch of golden boys right in their head, like early. Early on in the game is what I'm going to say. Until like you, and then you have to commit more points. Like if you have to screen mm. previous, like right now you can screen with for like 80 points, like maybe 100 points. Obviously, if you've got skinks, they're cheaper, but like you can screen with all sorts. Whereas like if in the future you've got to screen with like 200 points of your army just to give yourself so you don't get some fucking golden lads right in your eyeballs turn one, like then you're losing a large portion to the alpha strike. Just mm. because of the mechanics, am I making sense? Mm. Like, uh, like which is which is like, I mean, eels still exist. So like, it's not like it's not like the existence of this guy has changed the fact. Like, it's the change, no. the coherency has just made like the eels can still land and get a plus a billion to charge, and it's still just as hard to screen them out. Um, uh, but whatever, like it's fine. And uh, the eels have fly. Yeah, they have fly as well. So like, but you can do some stuff like against. Well, you did, you could. It's now going to be much harder to do that. It's going to be really hard to do it against Nathan's Hard Boys. Oh, yeah. Boys. The, I think the Eels... No, the Hard Boys, because they, they'll have to charge in a block. So, mm. so as the like those armies that used to charge in a big, long line and try and wrap you up, they're going to struggle more. Mm. So They whereas, won't be able to pin you into your deployment zone, which I think might be nice. Yeah, also. whereas the other armies, uh, which were more like the Eels, which were... Uh, little surgical incisions they're going to have a great time because they're just getting better aren't they there's more so much better yeah. and it's not like they um, weren't already like the best bit 
Like they've mm. got all of the core rules that you already want. You just have as someone who does. <laughs> it's, it's really funny, right? You're just like throwing rocks at tanks, and you're like, <laughs> "I can do this." And then they're like, "Do you know what? Fuck you. No rocks for you." You're like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no." <laughs> well, I guess that's better because you get to the end faster, don't you? So. You do. You do. It was and... going, you're going to get in there anyway, and it's but, already going to be uh, slow enough. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see what cavalry these stormcasts come with that they can drop out the sky seven inches away and have well, a great time. Well, it'd have to only have yeah. three wounds, so yeah. no stormcast yeah, cavalry's had three wounds. Uh, yet. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, a couple of design things. First of all, someone pointed out in the chat that uh, historically it was very traditional to wear a dagger this way, which is now how I'm going to retcon where circumcision came from. One dude accidentally did it to himself, said it was intentional. Everybody else copied. Uh, but, the, okay, there's a couple of design things I find <laughs> odd. First of all, this Lord Imperator, whatever he's called, look at his badge on his shoulder next to his head. Is, is he wearing a badge of his own face? I'm pretty sure he is. That's just a power move there. He's like, <laughs> you know what? My buckle, going to be my face. Awesome. Uh, the other thing I'd like to point out is he's wearing his previous Griff Hound. That is the most, like, alpha intense thing you could do. You've got a loyal pet that follows you into battle, and how do you ensure that it works its best? By wearing the dead flesh of its immediate predecessor. Yeah, because it's Really failed. intense. Really like, intense. You fail, this is you, mate. I just... I. It's one or, thing that I've noticed on a lot of Stormcast is they wear cloaks made out of the dead things that they ride. And that, I'm like, that's kind of a dick move for an order army. Because Peter will be joining in again. We've done that. We've done that argument. Let's not go back there. We have. We have. Uh, right. So, I mean, some pretty huge changes to Age of Sigmar. Probably just the unit coherency. Like, the spells things, whatever. Like, it'll either be broke as fuck or it won't. Like, we're, like very like with the command abilities. It's like, I, I love everyone's faith. They're like, don't worry about it, Rob. No problem. There's no way they'll forget about it. Watertight. Yeah, watertight. And I was like, I, don't I think. I um, don't remember last time or this time or the last book but sure go on i think that the, well the scariest thing is isn't it so like the spell one is kind of like i've got it you've got it so you 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 bring a wizard i bring a wizard we both do all the spell stuff you bring yeah, a priest i bring a priest we both do all the spell stuff and i know lots of people said like there are armies without a priest so that makes it a bit harder but do you know what i mean like you're playing an army with a priest i am we both bring one we both have the same rules so it might be broken as hell but if we're playing at at least the same level, it's a bonus. I think the unit coherency one gets harder when, let's say, I'm playing... I'm going to cry now. I'm playing Disciples of Corn. Yeah, nice, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, my rubbishy Blood Reavers are on 32s, which they shouldn't be on anyway, but their legs are too far apart because, you know, they've got Jock Itch <laughs> or something. Um and like, so that suddenly makes them way worse. Whereas like, if I'm playing Skaven and I've got 25 mils, it makes my life way easier. And I think that's that's the scary bit at the minute. And I know we haven't seen all the rules, but I think like when the rules get like batshit, for lack of a better word, um, if if we're playing on a level, level playing field of choice, it makes it easier. Whereas if my whole army's on 32s and your whole army's on 25s, you're going to have like an easier time doing that coherency than I am probably. And there's some movement tray guys somewhere like just rubbing their hands together. So they'll be happy. 
oh, the movement tray guys are fucking full of cash. Although I expect some from Games Workshop any moment. Um, uh, and they're like, it's not Warhammer Fantasy Battle, but also don't buy the old world stuff. Come on, this is a way cooler. Uh, <laughs> it is a square movement <laughs> tray that you build yourself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, no, I just think it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a. Uh, uh, a fun little a fun little time where we work out stuff i hopefully what we might see when they re-release the uh general's handbook with all the new points and stuff like that is some units that were minimum tens go down to minimum fives maybe and like built up in blocks of five that might be nice and then your skirmishes are those little minimum units rather than 10 sizes i don't know so I mean, there's 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 lots really to to break down about this. I think it changes the shape of the game uh, inherently. They've also said that they're going to be uh, releasing a general's handbook as well as uh, as a as a points book in it separately. So those are going to be two things. So that'll be our kind of like season of war. That'll be like our GHB that we have, and that'll have the missions in as well as the the core rule packs changes, and then the points will be something that they do in addition separately. What's great about that is that it's books. They haven't said yet whether or not it will be available digitally, which is still kind of that key thing for Age of Sigmar that we've all got our hopes on, that the app um, still lets us buy books. And also iTunes lets us buy books, uh, which is going to be the key point. However, the 23rd of June this month, um, which is after pre-orders, um, but before maybe you can buy physical books, um, we're going to see that Warhammer Plus update. So that might be when we see everything that's locked behind that paywall, which I assume is going to be a Zia and uh, all of their 40k app and everything else so probably all digital content will be behind warhammer plus whatever platform that is uh which i think is uh um uh yeah so it's gonna be uh it's gonna mm-hmm. be awkward uh personally i like i haven't really stated stated my my feelings that i understand why the intent was to happen with uh, the 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 uh, the coherency rules um, but like, if you think coherency looked dumb, but eels dropping down and getting plus six inches to charge with a reroll wasn't, then we're we're we got different opinions on dumb. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, same with a gav bomb. Did anyone love a gav bomb? They're like, here's like twenty nut up guys who are gonna come and kick your shit in. Um, and by the way, they're just gonna make a three inch charge and reroll it. But it's not. You got to remember when it's not just about making the nine inch charge. When you have pluses to charge you actually are increasing how far they charge into your lines as well. So if you don't have screens, they're just going further into the stuff that you don't want to get. And I like movement in Age of Sigmar. Like, I like how you, like, zone out. One of the things that I really like about Age of Sigmar versus 40K, like, I love about it, is that we have, like, a a three-inch line that you keep mm. away from each other as opposed to a one-inch line. Because I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? Just walk next to each other at this point. <laughs> like, even <it's> so close. But <laughs> I love like the three-inch. It's glaring range, isn't it? Like, <laughs> you can see me glaring. Three yeah, inches, yeah. no one sure. Yeah, th- <laughs> thanks, Gal Gotham, for resubscribing. Um, and also, I'm a little bit wary about the uh, the endless spell thing. But I think that we're going to see so many War Scroll changes and points updates when the game lands, like we did with AOS 2. We saw, if anyone remembers, we saw something like 30 FAQs. So I imagine we're going to see about the same and I would hope we would see a whole bunch of units get FAQs on their weapon ranges, or there's a rule that changes up how you can strike from two ranks. Because I get it, like, I get that we only want you to have three pigs, and I'm like, yeah, but what if I want fucking six pigs? That looks rad. Little flying wedge. That looks wicked. Flying V? Yeah, I don't know why... Flying ducks, flying V. Yeah, I don't know why, like, there would be a core rule that makes having six pigs shit. 
Like, mm. what? Like, is it really the fact that ten lads moved in a line really bothered someone? I just, I don't. That's where I'm at, so, right? Charles the Dead Lizard raises a point, uh, which I think I would like to raise for a lot of units, though. It says, uh, like, mighty skull crushes are fucked hard by this. And what I'd like to say is that if you think this is the rule that fucked mighty skull crushes, <laughs> you need to go back in time and change a lot. And that's where people are like, this ruins trogs. And I'm just like, oh, my God, yes, because of all those trog players who were dominating the scene. But they're they're gonna were, doing, but they were, so but they were doing better with two sixes and their armies yeah, yeah. categorically shitter with a block of six now. <laughs> Because only three yeah. of them can fight, so like, yeah. like it's a it's it's a fair point that the bad units are still bad, but the like mm. you what like I don't think it's there something to cheer that the bad units are worse. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> like, I think it's funny. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna like, find all of those players out there who are running Trog Herd, who are suddenly like I can't win with this, and be like, when could you? Um, uh, so yeah, I just don't see that as being uh, a positive. Is where I'm going with it. Uh, other than that, though, like I like the clarity on the rules. I think the prayer thing is really positive. I think that's really, really good. Um, I think unbinding prayers is fine and is really cool. Um, I think being able to unbind uh, spells is the same. I, I like. I just don't think the idea of like a priest uh, doing two fucking um, uh, like not a priest. A, 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 I just don't. I just don't want to watch someone just take off a lot of my army with Darkfire Demon Rift. Basically, is what I'm saying. Like that would suck. Uh, so. That, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, mm. But yeah, I wish I wish they'd have chosen eleven models for coherency, not ten. Eleven, six. Is what... I reckon six. It is six. No, it's five. No, it's six or more. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I wish that it had been sorry, six or less. Seven, seven, seven. for coherency. Okay. I would have gone seven. You don't just think that like ten lads would stand in a line? Nah, they need friends. Can't I think the to, only the only time thousands of pictures of picket lines. Thousands. The only time that um, <laughs> in Age of Sigma that yeah. huge long lines look dumb is when like someone has a string of twenty across a board and you clip the side in a charge, and like the guy on the far end's dying. Yeah. Other than that, not bothered. Okay, uh, I think I agree with Vince in the chat. It's also those. Uh those 10-man cavalry units that suffer as well. So not that you generally tend to see loads. I mean, Varangard. Varangard are, like, are okay in a three. You won't see them in Kotet as a six anymore. Uh, but they just sucks. added... they Like, in the Soulblight book, the direwolves just went from minimum five to minimum ten. Like, that, that's... Like, you've literally added them in, and now they can't... Why not keep them at fives if this was going to be the rule that was added? Maybe what? they wanted them to have a bad time. That's true. They probably yeah, are. they're proper That's screwed, right. aren't they? Now, yeah. who? Direwolves. Direwolves. Yeah. They just changed them from fives to tens. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. I like. I don't. I don't. I. I think. I think six isn't fine because I think trogs, croxigors, uh, cavalry units, pigs are all. The fact up that you're it. even bringing croxigors into this <laughs> just troubles me. Okay. Storm fiends. Uh, in there we Mali, go. Thank which you. already weren't good. Uh, like, there's a bunch of stuff, right? Like, 
the, the, the thing about it is, is what you really want to ask yourself is, what does it do to the game? And I think it just lowers the skill cap. I understand that like 80% of the, not our audience, because obviously the audience are fucking ballers, but 80% and of the attractive. market are like fucking just knuckle dragging their way through a game. And they're just like bare bones in at each other. But I do like the skill cap of being able to move stuff around. And I agree with Nathan, being able to screen with these small MSU units. I think the best thing that we could potentially get out of this is we see more things like rat swarms and... Uh, um, like got some metal I mean, somewhere. I just mean aether wings. We might see some more like forty point aether wing units, right? That are just out there screening. Mm. That would be cool because then we get some great modeling opportunities, right? Like what's the what's the grot aether wing? I know it's the gobblepalooza, Nate. Don't worry. Uh... <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs> um, and so yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff that I think are in fact. Yeah. Right. that's all. Yeah, yeah, if Aether Wings stay at those points, then they're just so good now. So, so good. And there are oh, three, right? Really... Yeah. Better get mine back out. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the today. That's the today. More tomorrow. Um, I'm sure there isn't much more that's like a, a, a big deal. We've had the board size reveal now. The coherency thing has happened. Uh, Nath, uh, 15. What range are the Boingrot Bounders? What range? Yeah, their weapons. Uh, two inch on their stab nice. on their lances, but only one inch on the um, squigs. But are they twenty five mils bases. No, 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 thirty twos. They come in fives, so yeah, you're gonna see a lot of fives instead of tens and fifteens. I'm not lying to you, mate. I didn't see a lot of tens before. Uh, <laughs> or fifteens. <laughs> I didn't see any. But I definitely got founders. Yeah. No, they're the ones that everybody started taking in fifteens now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, the, the, yeah, the yeah, triple, yeah, the, yeah. The, the triple fifteen. Apparently, never seen yeah. it at the Super Series. Uh, so I don't know. If it's real. <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> Sad times. Sad times. Um, okay. Um, uh, right. Okay. So third me thinks that it's been a depressing show. Like that's not been the point of the show is to discuss it. Right. Fucking Christ. Like, what, you can't talk? Fine. We'll just be like, it's all great. Like Dan said, everything's brilliant and we like all of the changes. Nothing's bad at all. And Dark Fire Demon Rift's going to be a super fun time for everyone at all. Like, all those people. I, do you know what I really like is my cavalry army of pigs. That's really fun. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to MSU them up. That's going to be really cool. Uh, three pigs do really well into... Let me think about those monsters that are getting all the buffs. No, wait, fuck. They're not good into any of them. They're good once, and then they get hit, and then the counter charge kills the other three. Just doesn't work that way. But never mind. But it's also like the and like like we've said on previous shows, the fact that we don't know it all—that's the pin. Like we say that, and we put it in the wall, and we leave it there because we know that. But that doesn't mean that we can't talk and speculate and review. Like, I mean, if stuff like this is being dropped on Warhammer community, it's because conversations like this should be happening. Otherwise, there'd be no point. Otherwise, they'd just keep it all secure and secret until they release it. Now, do I? am I excited by that? Yes, but that's because maybe I should play Zinch because I like change and I'm excited for it. I'll probably have a very different tune the first time that I get shit mixed by it. But yeah. until it happens, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to speculate. That's just like, I love a good gamble. I love a good gamble. The ponies get me every single time. And I damn sit there and speculate on the horses, even though I know that mine might be turned into glue before it gets to the end of the track. <laughs> Fair enough. No, well, it, yeah, I mean, there's going to be big changes, though, aren't there? So. 
that's what we're going to be playing a very mm. a, a lot more different game than it was from I think from Sigma one to two. Guys, mm. I did just, you a message just the from channel. the little uh, little bits that we've seen so far. <laughs> it's been lovely talking with you three. You got any shout outs before we head out today? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a big shout out because, like, I've been doing this probably. Okay, that's James, shout out. that's James' shout-out done. Uh, Dan, let's get your shout-out. What you got to Let say? Let me finish my shout-out. It was good. It wasn't good. That was the best. It was. Don't oh, get emotional. Let me finish my shout-out. Go on. Shout tell, out tell, us you. Your, tell us your shout-out. Go on. Did the show for about a year. No, go on. I promise I won't do it. Look, my hands are over here. Go on. Go on, make your point. All I've realised is that I won't have to read an FAQ because you'll just tell me what happened. All right. Wait, you just come on the show every Monday to find out what's happened in Age of Sigma. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. You do the reading for me now. All right. Perfect. I am a man who reads and tells you about book. Is that yeah, what you're exactly. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan, you got any shout outs before we head out today? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to shout out all the drama and stuff that's going to be caused by this new edition. Can't wait for it. Love a bit of spice. Let's do it. Uh, Nathan. Hello. <laughs>